0: This is The Weird is the New Black Show.
1: episode 45 of the riddance new black show but today i'm calling it the seriously weird rap shit show
2: <laughs>
1: beautiful <laughs> awesome and today's episode is going to be titled we're losing recipes
2: okay okay
1: um because i saw this video with michael irving right oh yeah and he was talking about it. he was talking to somebody on an nfl show It was like you know it's a problem today, you know. Girls can't cook today, you know yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lose the recipes, right? And wow. it was just the, the greatest thing ever because I just saw like seven seconds of the actual of the actual video. Yeah. But in the context, he's talking about how a guy you have um, a seasoned quarterback and a guy behind him, and nobody's actually like, you know, how can I say it? Nobody is actually taking the lead. Yeah. yeah. people, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was like that. Um, but I feel like there's certain topics. In the show that I want to cover, is going to fit into that bill. Okay. Right? Huh? Cool. So, um, of course, everybody knows I'm the host, uh, Mike Bignon, and I'm sitting here with the brothers behind one of the city's most original podcast programs
2: hey, thank you. in the city, thank
1: you. Um, a serious um, rap shit podcast. I'm sitting here with uh, the brother, John and Josh. Mm-hmm. Here I would say last names, but the government is probably listening. <laughs> they definitely are. You know, they're always listening. You know, I'm like, and I feel bad. I'm like, yo, I feel like they probably peeping the fuck out of my out of my, my search results on like my Google and shit, like, my history. <laughs> God, <laughs> what man. kind of shit
2: are you searching
1: for? <laughs> listen, dog. Listen, I'll be on shefreaky.com dot com some days, bro. <laughs> wow.
0: Yo, no bullshit. I'm pretty sure my Netflix like is spying because you know, like for anybody who listens to (laughs) our podcast knows, like we're working on a documentary about India. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, yo, I swear to God, all all these Indian shows is in my Netflix queue, dog. No bullshit. I'm like, why?
2: That shit is real, though. I remember years ago, I was on Facebook, and I was single then. You know what I mean? I'm like chatting with a young lady. She's like, yeah, you know, you should come over. I'll bake you cookies. And I refreshed my page. And then there <laughs> was, was an ad for like cookies.
3: I'm,
2: yo, that was the first time I really peeped it. Like, this is probably like 2011. That was yeah. when I really peeped at Like, oh shit, Facebook is, the internet's really listening. Yeah, yeah. As That's soon as you put any thing. kind of
0: keywords in, like, the internet like automatically peeps exactly what you're doing.
2: Yeah, my whole thing is like weird beat making stuff and like. Record stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all I get in my, you know, internet feed. And it's weird because, like, look, I'll, I'll tell you right now. So I'm looking up, like,
1: cat food, cuz, on Amazon, isolated. I go on Facebook, talking to a friend of mine. I see an ad pop up. It's like, frisky. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, is this the game is just that sick now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Jesus. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, they all share, like, they're, they all have, like, that shared information. So as soon as you, like, Google keyword anything, it automatically, then, then like, it pings off of, like, oh, well, if you're on Facebook, it'll pop up this ad, because maybe you'll want that, blah, 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 yeah. it's, that's exactly how all that shit works, man, yeah. like, it is crazy that it, it worked, but I'm just, like, why do I got all these Indian shows, like, and, like, not like, uh, like even like Americanized in with Indian, like actual Indian shows. I'm like, yeah. why? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't even have Netflix India. Like, like oh, Netflix you're interested America. in this? Yeah, yeah. I'm Jesus. like,
1: Netflix is listening, B. Like, yo, do me a favor, right? While you guys are working on this, uh, documentary about India, right? Make sure you guys don't mention uh, Quilla Pandit, okay? Quilla Pandit. Yeah. Yo. His brother wasn't a real Indian, bro. You know what I mean? But he was passing.
2: Black dude pass- passing as an Indian pop star. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Yup, wow. in the
1: 40s. And like he had a career, even popped up. Up until the seventies, Chris started to wane a bit, and he had a resurgence cause like the whole tiki like <laughs> yeah. type of music was popping off again. Yeah. And he yeah. came back, He was doing this thing, he died in ninety eight. Damn. So everybody thought he was like, yo, he, he had told the story. He was like, I'm from New Delhi, blah blah blah. My name was Corla Pandit. My man's name was John
2: Roland Red from St. Louis, Missouri, yo. <laughs> Wow. That's, Damn it. It, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, that's, that's, you know, back in the day, you said the 40s. So back in the day, stuff was a little more open. There was more of that uh, kind of grifter spirit. Yeah. In America. This this whole thing is founded on lies <laughs> yeah, anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you have more of that now. Like like my mom jokes, uh my pops was in the street, you know what I mean? My mom jokes that he had multiple, multiple social security cards. Yeah. And this was yeah. in the eighties. You know what I mean? Now yeah. like imagine trying to get away with that. Uh nah, yeah. It's not we happening. Don't, we
0: don't you, we live in an age where like you have to be seen type thing. So yeah like the the idea to be able to get away with not like be a uh, be a musician and get mm-hmm. away with never having your picture out there at all yeah. or um never be able to like to just skate saying one saying your one thing like mm-hmm. how many like you wouldn't know until he showed up to the venue what this dude actually looked like mm-hmm. right you could put out albums and just never have your picture on them drums. like you know what I mean people, like there's a way to get around all that
2: back in the day, people used to um. Book shows as other people. Like yeah. I remember Salt and Pepper talking about that back in the day, and that was like the eighties. You know yeah. what I mean? They would just there was some shady group that was posing as Salt and Pepper. I, I remember that were hearing booking that story. Shows, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they would show up and just go, hey, yeah, Salt and Pepper. I so was here. actually um, just listening to, the, to
0: another podcast. I don't even remember what it was, but they were talking about the um, the War of the Worlds joint mm-hmm. when uh, Orson Wells got on the radio. and was like, <laughs> ah, <was> like <laughs> greatest yeah. scam ever, and there was people like jumping out of windows and like killed what? themselves because they really <laughs> thought like aliens was attacking. I'm just sitting there going like,
2: Fake that's wealth.
0: so great, but like the whole fact of the matter is like that could never go off now. Like you no. could never pull that scam now. No, like Alex Jones did that really? during um uh, y two k. That's uh, what made him pop pop like that. Wow, really? what? he got on. Uh, he got on um, the radio on Austin, like he was doing like some public radio type thing in Austin, mm-hmm. and he was like, "They're rolling tanks down uh, the main street in Austin, blah blah blah, talking about Y two K. Oh, the banks, the, the 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 economy's failing in London. Yeah.
2: Your money's and, no good. Yeah,
0: and I wow. guess you know you're talking about like the super early ages of the internet. No one's like, yo, I'm hopping on the internet to check this information because yeah. like you got to dial up to get to that shit. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? It's
2: on the radio was real.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and like, that was like the first thing that made him really like pop like that. And that's actually because him and um, he at first had a co-sign by the dude, William Cooper, the yeah. Behold the Pale Horse Bowl. Yeah, He had a co-sign from him originally because he was originally doing that conspiracy radio shit. Mm-hmm. And then after that, that bullshit, that kind of like, that kind of, he kind of pulled back. Like, He's nah, like, nah,
3: bro.
2: Yeah,
0: he kind of pulled back as a support of him. Like, this dude was like, yeah, there's tanks rolling down the street.
2: Oh, my God. He said, oh, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. like, whoa, whoa,
2: I gotta lose that co-sign. Side. Sidebar, can we curse? Yeah, Oh, hell, you curse just, all don't day. Don't know. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Word, you guys are
1: free to be uh, as profane as you want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was gonna
2: say, fuck Alex Jones,
1: just Yo, for that. Let me tell you something. The funniest shit of me seeing Alex Jones was that some guy was in the street taunting him. He says, well, kick your ass. You see yeah, him, yeah, they chase chase, him, they
0: chase him chase a chance across the street. Yo, yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: You see Alex Jones running his little file loafers and shit down the
0: Dang.
2: street. i kick your ass. Terrible. Yeah, that's my man, Yeah, he I thought Clearly. We've been here four minutes and you found a way to string like, in a, a fucking me. Alex Jones
1: story. <laughs> Listen, yeah,
2: I, I saw it coming.
1: Because you guys ever watched the Super Deluxe videos on Facebook?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, so, the edit joints?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And they always they fuck with Alex Jones shits and those things always make me laugh, bro. But the sad part is, is that as wacky as those edits are,
0: that's how he is. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. You don't have to edit him that much. Like right. you know what I mean. He's gonna be o outlandish. He's so. naturally insane.
2: Yeah. Jesus.
1: Yo, it's it's like he has like two like like Frickin' the Komodo dragons in his head just fighting on a daily basis. You <laughs> well, know what I'm it, saying? I'm definitely. Just, just sitting there going crazy. He's like, you know what? Crazy shit. God. And he just gets... Yo, he still has a fan base, bro. Yeah. Jesus.
0: Yeah, like, yo, he came out dressed up like a gay frog for Halloween. That's, That's what his what? Halloween costume was. Yo, come on, man.
1: they wow. thing
0: is He came out with, like, a... That he said he was a gay frog, but he was, like, painted, like, a green face and, like, a green, like, leotard and then, Jesus. like, a... uh uh a ballerina tutu, yeah. And he was like, oh, "I'm a gay frog. I'm a gay frog. Nah. It's okay. The government, it says it's okay." So I he's serious, like that's he's what he insane. On show, yeah.
2: He's insane, and he's a homophobe.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah.
2: Congratulations, Alex <laughs> Jones. Yo. You you hit the fucking jackpot of, of human personalities. You piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. And yeah.
0: he's an Obama treason, too. You know, he, he don't Oh, think,
2: well, yeah. Yeah, he thinks naturally. birth certificate... And- Real shit, though? Like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't mean like that. Real shit, though? I,
2: I, I, I promise... you. don't believe it was in. No, no, no. I promise you... A lot more white folks than actually, you know, the ones who say came they, uh, out, you know, yeah. as birthers. <laughs> a lot of them was probably looking at that dude like that dude might be African. Yeah. Like they don't fucking know. Yeah. Like niggas, we could look at boy like man, boy, he, he might be from like Senegal and stuff. We can look at an African and know an African. Yeah. yeah. Right. That dude, then white people don't fucking know. Do they? Dog. I would when he, they said his
0: middle name was Hussein, I was like, Oh, there's no way he getting elected. I was like, There's no way <laughs> he's a bullying. Like
2: you know what's crazy though? Yeah. I'm not saying I called this shit, but I remember Sitting in the crib, rolling up. I was watching uh, the DNC. That's when I still like yeah, yeah. entertain that bullshit. I was watching uh, the DNC uh, convention, and when he gave like that keynote speech. Yeah, 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 I remember rolling an L and being like, "Man, that nigga could be the president." Yeah. And then you know, years later, it actually happened. I didn't think it was gonna happen because when he was running, I was like, man, they ain't elected this dude. Yeah. But like in that moment, I was like, yo, he he could be that bull. Yeah,
0: it's well, crazy. Dog, a lot of it is like speaking, presence, and yeah. likability factor. How you make
2: people feel? Yeah, yep. yeah,
0: yeah. Like dog, I'm telling you, if if Beto O'Rourke would have won Texas, I think they would have ran him for the Democrat mm. for the uh, nominee for president. Yeah. If he would have won Texas. He would have or- t- if he'd have beat Cruz. I definitely think so. There's rumors yeah. that he he still might run. They
2: still might run him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was that. his.
0: He has national likability. People really thought he was like a good story. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know, he's a skateboarded punk rocker, and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what we
1: need, bro. Yeah, Jesus. Like, Jesus. the change we need.
0: He's he his story was really good, and he. The problem is, like people think that, like, oh, he, you know, he did such a great job. He almost turned Texas blue, but like he was running against Ted
2: Cruz. No one likes the bull. Yeah. So, so there's like Republicans that are like
3: I yeah, can't stand so that, dude. Republicans
2: yep. came
0: out and voted for him specifically because they didn't want a Democrat running Texas, like yeah. you know what I mean. So that's really like I so you got to kind of question how much, um, in work he really made, yeah. you know, inroads he really made as that's opposed like loaded to, dice, yeah, you know, you know what I mean.
1: Let me tell you one thing. In order, I think it's what should have happened when I came down to voting. It should have been a split screen of Beto and Ted both playing basketball.
3: Yeah, did you uh... see that. Did you see that video yeah, it of him playing? Oh, it was pfft. gross. I don't,
2: I don't understand. Dude, a
0: solid jumper should be a requirement to to serve a government, y'all. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> solid jumper. I mean, like, it's an American, you know, it's like,
2: you know. I didn't see that it's not
0: eating. It's not eating pizza with a knife and fork and Jesus. having a solid jumper, dog. Like, those a
1: My man's dribble skills were filthy. <laughs> In the last shot of the vid that I saw him playing, they had the song, This is the way we ball playing. The background no. was funny as fuck, right? My man did the most disgusting layup I've seen in <laughs> my life. He went up. Trash. And the ball didn't even touch the net, the rim, the backboard. It touched the fucking pipe that was above in a, in a gymnasium. Yeah. I, I just said, yo, who, what? Whose man's is this, literally?
0: Oh, a, ain't he Canadian? Is he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. I don't think he was even born here. Jesus. I think Come he's on, Canadian. Dog. Come on, man. And you know, just, after his dad helped kill Kennedy, I think they moved to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> and then and then he moved back here later in life. I
2: never know when you're just like <laughs> making shit up or if like the shit is founded. I never know. It's like it's like utter you chaos. There, Jesus Christ.
1: No wonder I love your show. Yo. No,
2: you say it confidently,
0: it doesn't matter. If it, it don't matter, matter if true. <laughs> it's true. So
1: real. Oh my God, yo. I think my f- the funniest thing I've seen was uh, the Ted Cruz conversation he had with uh, Triumph, the dog. Oh, I didn't snap. See
0: it. I, did, I saw like it, it It happened. I didn't see the video, though.
1: Yo, the video was beautiful. So he's talking to Triumph, the insult dog. And so he says, Ted Cruz talks to him. I he guess he's trying to be funny. Yeah. He says, uh, yeah, <laughs> attempting, right? Yeah, yeah. He says to Triumph, he said, you know, it was the Democrats, the reason why you've been uh you've been neutered, you know. The reason why you been neutered, you know. Democrats did that to you, right? Jesus. And so Triumph says, ha ha ha. Yes, he said yes. It did happen, but I'd rather have this than to be on my knees constantly for the President Trump, right? Jesus. And and, and Ted's face is
3: just. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we joking, joking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ted move right on next to somebody else. I'm like, yeah. yeah, man. like take them jokes to the back, and we're gonna get jump shot. Yeah. Man. Piece yeah. of shit. Things that are important in life. Jesus. Yeah. So, of course, I want to go back in time, back, back, back in time, right? Mm-hmm. I need the uh, Wayne's World fingers. So, when it comes down to you guys, John and Josh, Josh and John, how did you guys meet? And how did you guys come to create this bomb ass
2: show? You want to go? You want me to go? You go. Okay. Um, so, basically, see, we, there's a little point of contention. I don't know if um, my memory has completely been eroded. Mm-hmm. uh in the last 6 months but i seem to remember us meeting in 10th grade you say it's 9th it's ninth grade so i'm going to go with with what you said 9th grade we met um we were all mcs our whole crew of friends were mcs and it was that kind of thing where um i don't know uh, one of your homies meets another kid that raps or mm-hmm. you know has a hand he can tag or whatever all related to hip hop and you bring them you know yo this is my man mm-hmm. so I feel like our homie, we had a mutual friend, Herm, that like shout out to Herm, who like introduced us. Yeah. And then we were kind of like you know forming like Voltron, the whole crew, nice. you know. So yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's literally I remember the first time I met you, it was I was walk- walking down the hallway with Herm because mm-hmm. it was actually Herm. We had I had a uh, friend, we had a mutual friend, Notice, mm-hmm. who hey, um, shout out note who uh, introduced me to Herm, and then Herm, we were walking down the hallway. Um, it was me and her, and you yelled out, "Drew, ha!" <laughs> <And>, what? <laughs> yeah, and then you remember that. Like, oh, that's Very that's nice, Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, do, he does that. And Jesus. Um, uh, that was the first time I like, I, and that was, I think, the first time I met you. Met
2: what? You.
3: Okay,
0: I like heard story of Morrison. Okay, because it was uh, one of those things where it was like I think it was like one of those months where you just had not came to class all that when I came to yeah.
2: school all that much <laughs> like Yo, this is kid, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> he can rap. He's kind of funny. He hasn't been here in a month, <laughs>
0: but when he comes back, we actually got to be together here. that first year. Yeah, mm. we actually had gym, but gym neither one them. of us ever came to gym. I failed gym that first year, so
2: that was the year I kicked our gym teacher in the nuts. Oh, what? For real? I don't know if you was there that
1: day. I uh, know nah, I wasn't. What school did y'all go to, man? Northeast High. Northeast, yeah. Man, I thought y'all went to East High
2: High. <laughs> <laughs> Fair East Side. Oh, yeah. my
1: goodness gracious. You took yeah, me yeah. the nuts, bro.
2: So, long story short, um, we were doing laps in the gym. I had trees on. Mm. You know what I mean? These niggas used to come to the gym Get class the with Tim's That's on. I mean. <laughs> so, I got Tim's on, and I'm running like mad slow because I'm already like kind of getting chubby. I think my last year of being skinny was like uh, eighth grade. So by ninth grade, I'm becoming like a chubby kid. So I'm like running slow. And our gym teacher, who's also a football coach, who's a, a piece of shit, he's running behind me. He's like, Morrison, pick up the pace. And he jabs me in my back. You ain't supposed to hit kids, dog. I was a kid and even I knew that. So I'm like running and he like, boom, hit me in my back. I'm like, yo, my man, stop hitting me. So he's like, pick it up and I won't hit you. So I'm still running slow. I'm, you know, trailing niggas. And he's like, boom, boom, pick it up. So I'm jogging. And I'm like, yo, if you hit me one more time, it's going to be me and you. So I'm running at my pace. He's like, pick it up. Boom. Jab me in my back. I stop, full stop. Jump back in the air. Did like a back donkey kick and caught him in his nuts with the Tim's <laughs> on. I swear to God, he falls out on the, the uh, floor. I can't remember this nigga name. He's like a white dude with a bald head and he had like a mustache. But I, can't I remember who you saw.
0: I don't remember the dude's name. I don't remember. I, uh, I, the only, there's only one gym teacher I remember,
2: and that was Mr. Grover, the boy with the real D Mr. voice. Mr. Grover, yeah. yeah. I remember him. I remember he asked me. He was like, "Yeah, hey, Mr. Morrison, you go to the Million Man March." And I was like, wow. "Yeah," <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I was there, Mr. Gro- What's his real name?" I, feel, I, feel, I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like we might have just called him. I, yeah, because his voice was really <laughs> yeah. <good>. <laughs> 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 he was like that. Yeah, he had a voice but, like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so long story short, I, I totally kicked our gym teacher in the nuts and jogged out of the class in my Tim's after it happened. So yeah, and we we met around. Yeah, that then, time. Around that time. Yeah, and we've like been
0: homies ninth, since then. Yeah, about middle of ninth grade and then been homies since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got closer. Like, we got closer as we got older. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Because, um, you know, like, we right around, right after, like, 10th grade, we all kind of got separated. Mm. Uh, we were all pretty much politely asked to leave the school. Soft way, kicked out. Yeah, like, one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh kind of like, you know, we would still talk on the phone, but you know, this before internet, before any of that kind of shit, so there was right. no way to be like, oh, we'll just see you on the internet tomorrow or some shit. Right. Um, so like, you know, we would all hang out uh every once in a while. Um but uh we kind of like just kept in touch and then like as we got a little older, we all like actually one of the things was I would I worked I've been working night shifts for so for so long and John's been an insomniac for a very long part of his life. <laughs>
2: Really. So I mean, it was one of the childhood drama.
0: Yeah, like Whatever. I could sit and talk to him at night while I was at work. Right. While yeah, you know, like there's nobody else awake. I'm no I'm the only other person awake, he's awake. So we sit and talk on the phone. I think that's what kind of built our friendship more than anything yeah. else is like three hour conversations at night when we're the only two people awake in yeah. Philadelphia. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> totally work. strip clubs too. Oh yeah, strip club a lot of strip club visits, shit like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think I feel like once I hit like twenty it was like, oh, I like strip clubs. Josh yeah. likes strip clubs. Yeah. And I think that like the nightlife thing um throughout our early twenties. Yeah, exactly, Really yeah. like solidified. Like, oh yeah, we like friends, friends. Yeah, yeah. You know Hank, I mean? we Go to UT's Lounge, uh uh, uh after hours spots. Yeah, after hours spots, unnamed spot. The yeah. biker uh what's the Biker joint.
0: Yeah, it's uh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh what the hell is the name of it? Um I can't remember, but it's on. It was like right. at... It used to be. It's it's closed now. It's somewhere else. Um, but it used to be right at like Ridge and Twenty First, where Twenty First meets Ridge. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we used to go to Temple Hole at uh, Ridge recipes. and Master, and yeah, that's closed too. Um, oh, yeah. that whole neighborhood's closed. Uh, like the whole like they tore down all the houses down there now. Yeah. Shit um, looks different. Yeah, yeah, Definitely different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we like we grew, and then like as far as the podcast goes, um. I was into listening to podcasts. Again, work at night shift. Couldn't stand listening to the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like looking for other avenues for shit to listen to, I like stumbled upon uh, podcasts podcast and um started listening to podcasts and then just was like well, I was like, yo, I, we could do this, we could sit and talk for and then uh, we were helping our homie Justin move one time. Shout out Justin and uh, he was, like, uh, we, we were just carrying, like, a sofa out. And, like, the conversation went from, like, geopolitics to music mm-hmm. to, like, porn. And I'm just sitting there going, in my head, like, I hadn't even said it out loud yet, but I was, like, yo, like, people would listen to that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, I approached John about it, and then it still was, like, a two-year process before we actually started recording.
2: I, In all fairness, when you first brought the idea up, I'm a writer. I'm a DJ. I was writing and DJing and working two jobs. Yeah. So it was like, I ain't had no time. You know what I mean? Like, I I didn't have time to do it. But like, as stuff kind of picked up with my side shit, the creative shit, I started having to work less. So it was like, yeah, we could totally do a podcast
0: every week. Plus, it was an excuse to like hang out with my best friend. A couple hours out of a week. And That's make real. sure, because, you know, as you get older, you don't always get that. Like, because they can dance at times where we're like, we talk. But, like, I'd see them, like, if there was a party or. Because yeah. we had a couple different, like, things we had been trying to do together creatively. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: we, we shot a few, you know, threes up before, yeah. you know. Before, before things started taking off with other shit.
0: Yeah. Um, and so, like, this became a reason to be like, yo, every week we hang out and talk. You know what I mean? And this is conversations we were going to have regardless. It's just conversations
1: we're recorded now. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Dope. I thoroughly enjoy the show. The comedy is always dope. I feel like <laughs> a lot you. of shit is like unintentional comedy. Right. right? Yeah, what do of
0: us the comedians? Like, Neither one of us have tried to be comedians nah. or anything like Dude, that.
2: You never gonna find no YouTube of me on stage like, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" Doing <laughs> no <stand-up." ducky>. nah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> it's never gonna fucking happen. Yeah. Nah, we just, you know, we turn the mics on and talk shit. We'll have like a very loose outline mm-hmm. of like, "Oh, yeah, you see this crazy shit that happened or this thing," and we just go like, we turn the mics on, and just go. You know, I think that's why people really fuck with your program because there is such.
1: You have a lot of love for what you guys do. People Mm -hmm. love what you do. And I admire the movement. For example, what you guys decided to do with Gritty. Gritty (laughs) came into the set. For those who don't know, Gritty is now the current mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers, our hockey team.
2: Hey, go Flyers.
1: Go Flyers. You know what I mean? I love Gritty. People were scared of Gritty, but I embraced him immediately. I was Mm -hmm. like, you're you're me. I am you. We out here, man. So you guys had this great idea. And so, oh, my God. I think the best part of it is that it fucked too many people up. Like, it got <laughs> people in their feelings. Yeah it, yeah. it was like, yo, let's replace the mural of Frank Rizzo, Philadelphia's former mayor, gangster, bigot. <laughs> You name it, he can yeah. claim it, cause he was out there busting up gay clubs and beating the clubs in the fifties and shit. Yeah, rest the yeah.
2: piss. Rest. Yep. A hundred percent. Super, super <laughs> Saiyan racist <laughs> facts.
1: Frank you know Rizzo. what I'm saying? And shout out to that one dude who defaced the statue. Mm-hmm. My man, my man did it and walked slowly as fuck to his car, yo, because <laughs> he wanted to be seen. Yeah, I loved
2: it. I, you know, funny stuff, I don't know if I tell you. I know that dude. That uh, oh for real. <laughs> <laughs> you ever <laughs> see this shit? It's like um the Supercut of like crazy shit happening in Philly. Yeah. And um, they had the one dude, they're facing that mural. Totally know that guy. Not, <laughs> not gonna say his name, but yeah, totally know that. Philadelphia
1: guy. hero, yo. Work. Yeah. So, like, you guys had the idea of replacing the Rizzo mural with Gritty. Yes. I'm um, taking over the mural. Right? Yeah. And I remember as soon as it hit the net people like yeah i'm all for it i'm all for it <laughs> but then there was one guy from south philly who's like running for office he's some dude i don't yeah. know who he was he was like what is this how you know what i mean yeah but then he's <laughs> like they try to follow me or like he asked me to like his page <laughs> well, i like yeah. your page yeah. i know Get who you here, are you clown yeah it's
2: yeah. some like Republican. It's so like, yeah mayor. running for mayor, for running for mayor. Yeah, like
1: tony figarucci yeah exactly yeah, what it was <laughs> yeah from like wow. from, around, from around the neighborhood like he didn't, he didn't have a like, fucking like button or pseudo on his fucking photo. He had like a regular like t-shirt on like hey, Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mother
2: saw it. you yeah, know we what I'm saying? Goddamn.
1: Right. So I, I love that because then you guys got an article in the Sophily Review about that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. We we started a petition mm-hmm. to uh to- it's the silliest thing ever. And people kind of took it serious. Yeah, it was well, literally a joke. We were joking. <laughs> like, it wasn't we was serious? We was, like, <laughs> yucking it up on Facebook. Like, yo, we need to get rid of that Rizzo shit. But you need to replace Rizzo with uh, my man Gritty. Mm-hmm. And the, I think, like, the, a day or so after we were joking about it, I was like, yo, we should like actually do that. So mm-hmm. I I started a petition, which, you know, it's grounded in our beliefs <clears throat> in politics because we do yeah. believe that Frank Rizzo doesn't deserve racist, a mural yeah. and doesn't deserve a mural or, or a statue in this city. But, yeah, it was it was real crazy. Thousands of people signed it. Mm-hmm. A bunch of local news outlets picked it up. Vice picked it up. The Wall, Street Wall Street Journal, Journal the hate Fucking article. Reference. Beautiful. Yeah, Wall Street <laughs> Journal. Shout Same out to we that lady, especially Antifa, <laughs> yeah, who was so pissed off that the anarchists in Philly yeah. are trying to replace a mural. But um, yeah, it was it was like a crazy week yeah. <laughs> week long ride. We didn't think it would. Like last more than a day. (laughs) People were asking me about it like the next week. I'm
3: like, man, niggas still on that? Yeah, but it's like
0: I think it's right now. It's close to like four thousand signatures, and like I we we haven't shared this since like
2: the second day. Nah, nah. (laughs) Because
1: I'm in like a a South Philly. Like I don't even live in South Philly, but like I'm in like their their group on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and it was like oh shit was going ever. People were like yeah, let's do it. Let's get yeah. the fuck out of here. Get the fuck, fuck out, out of here, Rizzo. Yeah, right. <laughs> like but here's the beautiful part about all this shit. Like the only Frank Rizzo that I respect is the one from the Jerky Boys. You know what I mean? Oh shit! That, wow. I know throwback and shit, man. But like the I looked at what you guys were doing. I thought I was pretty ill, mostly for the fact that we're in a time where people are taking back their history, yeah, and yeah. Uh, um in, in southern um southern states people were taking back these these. Statue, the federal right? statue was yeah. taking them down. You hear about what happened in LA today? Yeah, wow. they took down the Columbus statue, right? Right. What? Yeah. Took it down in LA. Shout out to LA. Right. I'm like, yo, South Philly got to do the same thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you right now, lay a finger on the sculpted hair of the Columbus statue down in South Philly, it's going to be a fucking riot. Yeah. Because they already got butthurt about the whole Columbus Day parade shit. Yeah. They were like, you're taking away our kids' um, heritage. I'm like, first of all, there are other cooler Italians out this, out this motherfucking. Yeah, You guys can like gravitate to to this motherfucker over here. Yeah. Cause, like, cause it's a statue, on like 24th and bras and shit like that. 2400 broad or whatever. It's like a whole like statue of like Columbus, or like in a park somewhere. I'm like, does he didn't deserve anything? No. Oh. Yeah. Like, if people actually. Talk the true history of Columbus. Like, instead of you having this whole, like, 1492 the Ocean Blues type of shit, you put in, in our history books, the actual journal. Yeah. That was written by, mm. was that a friar um, or, like, a, a priest that was wrong with them? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like, you put that in there, it'd be entirely different picture.
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually, uh, when well, my daughter was young. I had already had this talk with my son, but when my daughter was young, like first grade, like she was going and it was like, I was like, you know, it was Columbus day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, they they try to teach you about Columbus, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh no, they didn't say nothing. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know, if they say like anything about him, you know, you say he's a rapist and a murderer. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay. And then Mm -hmm. like, when she came home from school, I was like, hey, did you, they they talk about him today? She was like, yeah, a little bit. But they didn't say anything about him being a rapist or a murderer. <laughs> and right. I was like, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> you say that. Like, you know what I mean? You don't let it go. And yeah. She was like, okay. I guarantee she ain't saying because <laughs> she was like first grade. But I try to raise my kids really like, you know what I mean, rebellious with
1: that kind of shit. Yeah. See, that's actually part of my notes about you uh, being a father and stuff, right? Because I'm like, I don't know... Who's father of the year more? You or Reef, yo. <laughs> hey, shout out <laughs> Reef. Reef the boss calls. I see every time on Instagram, I'm saying like he's with his kids writing beautiful posts. I see you with your kids at football games and all your kids on different different activities. I'm like, yo, what the? F-? It's beautiful things, man. You guys inspire me because tomorrow I'm about to be a cat dad, right? Word. Oh, shit. You Word. know what I'm saying? And Child's uh, a cat dad. Yeah, yeah. Shout Don't tell my landlord that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not supposed to have a cat, yeah. Um, yeah I, ain't, I ain't pay that fee, you know what I mean? As right, yeah, I right. I pay that extra money. I would have
2: paid it, but he said no, like flat out no cats. I wasn't going to like give away my cat. Nah, fuck you that, know? yo. Nah. Cats is life out here, man. It's my man.
1: homie, yeah. And I feel like I have a responsibility now because the cat I got is a black cat. You know what I mean? So I'm raising a young black male in America. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> got to so I gotta, I gotta make sure he knows what's going on out here, man. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'll be meowing over here in that corner, man. Oh, yeah. shit. Keep my cat out the streets, yo. Yeah, exactly. And give That's him a better life. Facts, man. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. That's how, was, how we doing it, bro. You know what I mean? they and my cat Sweet Lavender Jones out here, bro. Wow, man, are you that, serious? That ass, man. What? That's a dope name. Sweet <laughs> Lavender Jones <laughs> out here, man. Because, you know, he out here doing his thing, bro. SLJ.
2: Yeah, SLJ. So was- <laughs> yes.
1: <You bet. laughs> Facts. So, um, there are many things that I can talk to you guys about in terms of music, right? Mm-hmm. You guys, you DJ, you write, you know what I'm saying? You both had the whole in a whole rap collective. Mm -hmm. so last night I went to a concert Blue came to the city
2: yeah yeah word shout out to Blue
1: love Blue so Blue and Mickey Facts were the headliners okay and they both performed and and did it up right now my problem with some of these shows that come to the city are the opening acts. Right? Wow. So let me say something to you, right? <laughs> I,
2: I might know some of these niggas. Yeah. You yeah, might I'm know i I'm gonna be real politically correct. So yeah, I, <laughs> wow. I, I knew that. So like, here's, here's
1: the thing. Before I get into the, the people who were on the, uh, who were like opening up, I think that we need to have a, have a director of some sorts, or creative director, when it comes down to these opening acts. Uh-huh. I, I thought that th- was
2: the nigga that booked the show.
1: You would think, right? It, it <laughs> I think that's how it that
0: worked. Well, I listen. I went to a seagull show, uh, Beans show oh, last year, probably around this time last year, because I, I had uh, a, I had strep throat, like okay. cu- like around this time last year, and like I didn't know it at that point. I had strep throat that night. Mm-hmm. Couldn't oh. figure out why I wasn't feeling well. And had strep throat that night. Um, but uh, the homie Reef was opening mm-hmm. and. He, you know, Reef is great, but there was, like, seven other dudes before him. Like, it was one of those uh, things where, you know, like, dudes basically paid to get onto the show, essentially. You right. know what I mean? And, like, I, as far as I know, like, that's very common for a lot of these promoters. Yeah. yeah. To, like, super overbook shit and just have, like, uh, literally, at one point I was just standing there like, come on, man, how many more dudes? Like, you know what I mean? Do mm-hmm. I got to wait till Reef and then Beans. Like, yeah. And, you know, dudes was okay, guys. But it's just like, I don't know, man. People wasn't there, like, you know, people wasn't there to see five more, five opening acts before Reef. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of people.
2: I think also cats are, and I've seen this, I've I've been going to rap shows since I was a child. You know what yeah. I mean? So I've I've been seeing this my whole life. Dudes will, you know, have an understanding that, you know, no one's here to see me. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not that person yet. You could be that person. Yeah, exactly. Right. Motherfuckers want to do their whole album. Yeah, that was the That's thing. That's rough. It happened, it happened yesterday. That's rough. It happened, yesterday. It happened yesterday.
1: That shit is rough. And I was sitting there. I'm like, okay, all right, why are we doing this? Yeah. yeah. And there's only three opening acts, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm looking at their names now. Yeah. <laughs> right. I had to look them up. So the first guy, so first of all, this is my thing, right? Listen, I'm not a live performer. But I've been to enough concert to know like how the things should go, okay?
3: Yeah.
1: So he got on stage. All right, nobody introduced him. But <laughs> right, he just got on stage. That's a problem. That's that's Yeah, that's, that that's, be like, yeah, that's not that. cool. That's not cool. DJ with DJ, DJ Music Stops. He got on and did his like, his woke freestyle, right? You know what I mean? And I feel like people get their extra bonus points. are like, this is for Trayvon. This is for Mike Brown. This is for that nigga who got shot around the corner last week. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit like that. I'm like, it's like it's, it's a common Yo. thing now. If you want to show this shit down with your rap, so this is for that that old slave who got beat up in 1875. Wow. Man, you, know? Yeah. you know what I mean? Shit like that. So he does the acapella freestyle, being how woke he is, right? He may be woke out here, bless his life, but still, I had mad drinks that night. I'm like, I want to get to the show. Yeah. So he has his he has his freestyle. He does two songs, mm-hmm. and he gets back to his acapella fella. I seen things, I survived things. Two more songs. Shit. Now in between that, he was like, "By the way, my name is Boom and Bow." He goes he goes into the acapella. I am like, "Dude, like, no, I introduced you. I had to wait till three songs to hear about who you I were." Who right? you are, right? yeah. And I knew yeah. who he was by like reading the names when he was. Yeah, right, you know? right. So he went on, and I was like, "Okay, he's done." Next guy, um, his music was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Mars Parker. Right. Marge's do, doing his thing, but Mars usually performs with a band. He even said he performs with a band. Mm-hmm. So at one point in time, he was on stage. He's like, it's not the same. It's not the same. I, I used to go with a band, but I have a band here. It's not the same right now. There's huh. he his songs. I'm like, he, he does his thing, but he, he does it to like a vocal track behind him. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So he's like, yeah, it's not the same, y'all. I'm like. I'm like, is he all right? Is it gonna be okay? Yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah.
0: apologizing for his performance. Right. You know what I mean?
2: Which you never ever did. Nah, you never yo, ever do.
0: Y- the audience, unless they've seen you before, doesn't know that this isn't like your best show or what like you know what I mean? Right. So Damn. you like it it's it's like meeting somebody and saying, like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry, I look like I look kinda like bummy. Like they don't know. Like I don't know what your standard is. Yeah, you're already putting yourself at a disadvantage by apologizing for your performance before it happens. Like you know what I mean. I'm like, Uh, dude,
1: this shit is. It sounds cool, man, but it's just like just roll with the shit. Yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. You gotta like beyond anything. Um, I've been on stage since I was a child. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean. Beyond anything, you gotta roll with that punch.
3: Yeah, yeah. Whatever the
2: fuck's happening, you gotta sell that shit. Not that because I, you know, I don't know that, brother. You know what I mean. But like. In in my opinion, like you just something happens, mm-hmm. go the fuck with it. We did a live it's show. It's all good.
0: Last Halloween. And the bull that was in there and was just uh, going yo, he was just
2: like, Some yeah. random white guy <laughs> who I think was not, you know, mentally stable. No, definitely wasn't. My favorite. Yeah, at one point we we screened uh Tales from the, Tales hood, from the hood. yeah, at, at Amalgam Comics. Shout out to Amalgam. Mm-hmm. And um at one point, we were doing the Q&A, and Homeboy was just, like, bull guarding the Q&A yeah. with, like, crazy ramblings. Yeah, he
0: was like, hey, you know, robots, like, you know what I mean? They gonna yeah. come take over. And it was just like... I love it. Yeah. He there. asked us... He, the legit at one point, I like, just shut down let John handle that shit. Like, Jesus. yo, John's
2: a better I Let like, him handle that shit. He, he asked if, uh, like, the Bloods and the Crips in the movies were real. In the movie, were, yeah. were like, real. <laughs> those, was those brothers, you know, was they real or was that, like just in the movie <laughs> you know, i'm like nigga i don't know,
3: <laughs> you,
2: know <what> <laughs> nigga, you are you real yeah, yeah you tell me my brother yeah. but you I mean, know we smoke dust with him you, after that show clearly you know? clearly <laughs> so like you know we just you know you gotta like yeah, gotta, roll, gotta roll, roll, with, roll with, it. with it shit roll with it these motherfuckers don't know they just watching the show yeah exactly and, like,
1: and the demographic of people who were in the crowd Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, people who were there was, you know, semi-hip-hop heads, you know what I mean? Yeah. People dressed in, like, tims and hoodies and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Then you had this crowd of people came in, like, dressed in their finest wares. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, look at these people. Right? You yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> the woman had on her leopard jacket, for in her faux fall jacket, whatever, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're, Just we're. Doing her thing, and the other people were there with, you know, the plaid shirts. Looking like, all right, to y'all looking clean in here. Yeah. Hey, for a hip-hop show, right? Right. Because the next person who got on, bro, I was like, oh, my God. So, do any of you follow battle rap?
3: Uh, Uh, I know
1: some of these like their names okay now this guy he's more famous for punching a rapper
2: Mav Hoffa yes yeah
1: yeah yeah he was he performed to open up for he was there before uh, Blue went on and Mighty Facts let me tell you something bro so his homies in there, right? Cool cat. He was trying to get me to buy merchandise. So, Yo, you you with your shorty man, you know what I'm saying? Yo, man, you know, get you a sweatshirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I said, they, I said, she a shorty, man. I said, look at my like, she was my homegirl, but I was like, you know, I don't know where this is gonna go. So I'm like, Yeah, this is my shorty over here. Yeah. They go with the go with math, like, that's his shorty right there. I'm like, Oh yeah, man, Brooklyn niggas don't give a fuck, man.
2: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Brooklyn Christ. dudes don't give a
1: fuck. I'm like, <laughs> Like she's right here. You going to my eye, like, right, man.
2: Wow, so such a weird thing to do. Yo. while you're at work. Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> is <just laughs> your job.
1: Rappers, just, right? And he's in. Mackle's on stage, and Math. As soon as Matt gets on stage, he talks to the D's like, "Yo, man." So, like, yo,
2: better I mess up, man. I'm like, oh my god. Yo, can
0: I? Was, I go ahead,
2: go ahead. Can I just interject? Yeah. Y'all rappers ain't shit with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I've had niggas, you know the nigga, I'm not gonna name him. Cause I <laughs> cause I love him to death, yeah. but this shit was wrong. I'm spinning for my man and he he fucks up, yeah, giving yeah. me, you know, whatever drive he gave me. What whatever the fuck happened. Um so it was like a little my Serato was jumping around. Cause like niggas I straight up I don't do that shit no more. Like that uh DJing for rap niggas no yeah, more. Yeah. I don't do that shit. I'm nice. I'm not spinning for you. You know what I'm saying, but um, niggas was like handing me CDRs and all kind of shit. So my Serato <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was it's acting true. goofy, yeah, and the music was was goofy. And then my man, it gave me like the wrong track, so shit was like wonky during his set. And he like, oh c- come on, man, to me, like while he's on stage with the mic and the, you know a, a room full of people watching, I'm like, fam, you're fucking up. Don't, yeah, exactly. don't throw that on me. So
1: yeah, I, I ain't with that shit no more, dog. That reminds I mean, with that me. of the time when uh, this is old clip when Biggie was rapping, out, it was out, outside. It was warm as fuck. And I think it was DJ. Was it DJ Enough was DJing or like it was a big cap? It was somebody. I think it was Cap. It was Cap. It was Cap. Yeah, it was Cap. It was the peace, Cap, and he was DJing, but it was like shit, out in the cap sun. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. A couple couple years ago now, right? Yeah, yeah couple years ago. Damn. Yeah, so he was DJing outside. You know, the sun on like the vinyl. It was like it was warping. It, it was that high. Yeah, and so it was. It, it started skipping. And Big got mad and threw a water bottle at Cap, thinking he was messing shit up. He's like, no, yeah. man, it was a fucking war. It wasn't my fault, man. Yeah. Yeah, so after he threatened the DJ at the shit last <laughs> night, which uh, is funny, right? Yo, oh, man, better mess up, man. Ha <laughs> ha. And I mean, you know, I was looking at him like, oh, he already want this shit, right? Right. So he's performing his music. And I'm like, cool, man. Oh, you're doing this thing. You're getting the crowd hype. You know what I mean? You're threatening them to bring the Brooklyn shit. You know what I mean? People are like, yeah, they, they, they people liking you but they're also very scared, I can tell. Dude, I'm wow. in the back I'm at the back of the bar having my drink. I'm just like enjoying the uh the fear in the in the crowd. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes, or I can I can taste it, it's delicious. You know what I mean? So he gets to a point where he tells a story about his time in battle rap. Now mind you, nobody in the audience, for real for real, follows battle rap. Yeah,
0: exactly. No one's here for your battle rap story. Nobody knows like the URL smack D V D stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Tell the stories said, yeah, man, I punched this rapper from Philly, man. Next thing you know, Star. And I keep rapping, I keep going, I'm hustling years later, man, you know. Some of madness, and y'all know what that shit is, right? And somebody in the crowd's like, yeah. Cause everybody else in the room is like, we well, no, don't know no. what the fuck this is. Not at all. Right, I bounced my name, Sirius Jones. What do I do? World star bong. He's all crazy. I punch him. You know what I mean? I get banned and everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he's telling his story Jeez. while he's rapping his songs, right? Cause his mixtape is covering like the last like, eight years of his life. Oh. Uh-huh. Right.
3: <laughs> I like
2: autobiographies. Right. Is right. so that what it is? Yo. <laughs>
1: Yo. So he's going on and on. He said, like, yeah, did I go to, um, you know, I got banned. Did I go to Bath on a. Uh, on the west coast against this guy the biggest guy on the west coast his name was Disaster and it was Disaster because I got jumped man you know what I'm saying then it goes into his next song right wow because his song album is like Pac Juice or whatever so all these songs are inspired by say rappers Tupac So I'm from mm-hmm. Brooklyn but I love Tupac so it was like a mixture of that then they go into the last one and I say, yo, he's like, yo, man, you all do with some disrespectful motherfuckers, man, disloyal niggas? You know what I'm saying? Going to the next one. they go want disloyal niggas. I'm like, people in the crowd, I'm like, I'm looking at all, like, the, the cheery white faces that are all filled with fright now. I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> wow. I was like, yes, I can taste your tears. Wow. <laughs> so they going through all this shit, and... um. You know he does that, and I, and I know who he's talking about. So I say to Mickey, "Facts," I said, "Yo, he's talking about so and so." And Mickey started laughing. I said, "I already know, right?" Yeah. So he he gets he's done off stage, right? His man comes back to me and said, "Yo, man, don't forget, man. When y'all done, man, you know, come back and holler at us, man. You know, for some for some merchandise." I said, "All right, man. No, no right, doubt. No doubt. <laughs>
3: I said, <laughs> Got you. I, man. <laughs> I got
1: y'all, man. I, <laughs> I got the how much you we got over here?" I said, "Cool, man. Yeah. And dig it." Meanwhile, I'm like exit strategy, niggas. I'm gonna. You know what I'm saying? I'm right near the steps, Milk yep. Boy. Ding. So, um, Blue goes on stage. I'm going to tell you something, bro. I miss Blue so much, man. Mm-hmm. Blue went on. He performed all his joints from, like, um, Blow to Heavens. Mm-hmm. um, The other Blue Next joint that came out in 2012. Uh-huh. Solo projects. He was just killing it, man. He did something amazing. I said, Lord Jesus. I'm having him fill in the spirit right now. You know what yeah. I mean? So, we did all that. and Then Mickey gets on. He kills it, right? But let me tell you how disrespectful these rap crowds are, bro. So, Blue went on before Mickey. Blue said, Blue was done. He walked back towards the table, Uh you know, for merchandise. Nigga, the crowd followed him. (laughs) And I was like, yo, I can't. I I can't do this, man. I I, I know Mickey, man. He's dope with what he does. I'm going to go back up there, bro. And people were up there watching Mickey. Yeah. But I was just like, damn, all y'all just came here for For my man. I just dipped from him. It was It was like, it, it did a single file, bro. Damn. It was like an about face. I think. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'm like, come on, bro. But like, this, Mickey still gave an excellent show. Yeah, yeah. As you should. Because like, no matter who, he rapping to one. You gotta rock. Or yeah. 1,000, you gotta rock. So, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. So he's a veteran in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, again, like you said, you know, people who book the show should be the ones that know, the, you know, to be the B-D directors. for yeah. the shit. They needed it that night. I feel like I've been to a lot of shows, bro That mm-hmm. needed that night Like, for example Back when the Blockly was popping
2: Rest in peace of the Blockly Rest in peace of the Blockly Now it became some kind of like College dormitory furniture store Right Yeah, it's yeah, fuck yeah. a fucking city, is so lame Yeah jo- Joe Frazier's gym is a fucking furniture
3: store First floor of yeah. it I've seen that shit you know, I'm like, what it's the fuck do you lame. mean, yo? Yeah. yeah, it's lame
1: Yo, Gabe Frocky Who's not even a real boxer a, a real person, a statue You can't even get my man Take care of his, like, his gym Make it like a, a, you know, a national Like um, a local monument You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I see it's neither here nor there. But it's how they how they get down around here, right? So I remember I was watching this um this concert in the city. It was um the Smokers tour. Hmm. It's when Juicy J was popping, yeah. like first popping again. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you had like Smoke Smokers and all these cats opening them up. But this is why I didn't understand. So there were Philly openers. Mm-hmm. Then he had the Smoker Tours openers. Yeah. Oh,
2: wow. So it's 900 niggas rapping. Oh, my God. <laughs> Local cast doing their thing. Yeah. Cool.
1: And I'm like, yeah. Smoker Tours, all these openers. It was five acts. I'm like, who oh, the fuck? What? Then um, Smokey went on. Then Smoke Dizze went on. Um, Shice Bub was the host of the shit. Yeah, yeah. Shice Bub hosted once other um, openers start going on. And then he got in the Juicy J. And let me tell you something, bruh. I'm all about equality. I'm all about body positivity, right? <laughs> but I do believe that there are some things in life that people should not be doing. Okay. Like when comes to twerking on stage, <laughs> there were these young girls, right? Um, I'm not going to say their ethnicity, but I guess you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, they got on stage, and they were twerking, and they were wearing these, these high shorts, and it looked like raw chicken was being beat together, bro. <laughs> wow. And I was just like... I didn't I, I, I didn't I didn't pay for this, man. Yeah, I didn't pay to come see this. Yeah, yeah. like kill on say some and twerk. And then with my guy, I'm like, yo, you're gonna hurt your back that way, yo. Your whole lumbar gonna be thrown out of fucking place with this shit, yo. Yeah.
2: Why well, I say this all the time though. White women twerk like they're like fighting the song. <laughs> like they they twerk real aggressively. Yeah, they do. But it's like all shoulder and <laughs> lower back. It ain't like it ain't like sisters that do that shit. You ever see a black woman stand and just Bouncy. Make it wobble. They don't do that shit. I saw this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did too, coincidentally. <laughs> but like that whole, you know, like aggressive, like they're like, it's like when the raptors fight each other in Jurassic yeah, yeah, Park. Mm-hmm. Watch a white woman twerk. I don't know. Shout out to y'all.
1: Like her dance, that, that, they're twerking, it kind of reminds me of Aunt Viv's like interpretive dance that she did in that ballet class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> She didn't do this shit hit her arms like that. Uh-huh. It reminds me of, man thoroughly love it so uh listening to your last show you guys brought up an excellent point you were talking about like the the ears because i listened to swiss beats last album Mm -hmm. poison yeah i was upset really yeah i was upset because Mm -hmm. my favorite song on the album he talked (laughs) (laughs) so i I love echo right yeah yeah, i love the gigs joint too is my shit too right (laughs) yeah i I love love gigs but yo he did. He did to me what Diddy did to me in two thousand and one when yeah, Special yeah. Delivery came out, and Diddy talked for a minute and four seconds before G. Def started rapping on the shit. Yeah. and I was like, he just started
2: yelling and yeah, I'm Diddy. I'm like, ah, shit. Uh, J. Electronica, the Ghost of Christopher Wallace. Yeah, oh all of that God. song is him rapping, but Diddy's just screaming shit on right. another track throughout the whole song. And then the end of the song, Diddy oh, yeah. has
1: like a good two and a half minutes of him just yeah, talking. Some just shit. going. Yeah.
2: I'm like, daddy, yo. He's a billionaire. You can't say shit to him.
0: I love the uh I love the um two change junk that's on there. But he literally talks for like two minutes on his song. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I didn't tune in to listen to Swiss beats talk for two minutes.
2: I'm like, like the odd person out with that, cause when that happens, I'm like, talk that shit, Swiss. <laughs> like I like that shit. <laughs> it's so, it, he's uh, just like saying nonsense. Yeah, I love it. But, I love that shit. Let me tell you something. He started reciting the um
1: the Nas hook from his song from Still the, the poison's right, right? <laughs> I hate that. Yo, I, I hate it so much. You know what I hate it? Because I yeah. hate how he says the word poison. Uh-huh. It's like poison. When he says the peas, pronounces the peas in that fucking word. Man, like, strong. Oh, my hey. God. Yo. Like poison. Like, shut up. Shut up, Swiss. Shut up. <laughs> Go home with your Keys, man. Shut up. Yo. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Go home with Keys. Go home with your Keys. Go home, man. Do something. Just poison. But I Yo. love the song, but like, I, it, it's just weird. But I, I do agree with you to the point that he... I think Nas needs more of that. Dick. Yeah. Like, people are saying he should have Rick Ross, like, A&R, an album for him. Like, have sweets, have Swiss Beats do that for him. Or anybody who can do it for him and I like, don't do it for
2: yourself. Anybody who has a good ear for Beats. Right. Yeah. 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 I'd love that. Like, yeah. Rick Ross in particular yeah, with Nas, Yeah that lush, like, the Maybach music yeah.
1: shit. Because with, with the bars he has, because look, um, on the Kanye album that he did with, uh, the Nas Kanye album that came out. That came and went, yeah, because it was just not serious, yeah, yeah, because that whole month of like Kanye releases, it was like here they going tomorrow, but there were moments when like Nas had them like lush, cool ass beats, and like you need this shit, yeah, yeah, like the Ab and Eve shit that came out. I think the latter half of the album had that, you know what I mean? Yeah So I did personally enjoy The Slick Rick shit though Cause I'm a Slick Rick fan Kyle Shopping yeah. kid Kyle Shopping yeah. kid Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I love yeah. Yeah but like I think You're talking
0: about like Two of the biggest slick Like I, I I consider Slick Rick The best From that From that like Early Like that early 80s Come on man That, that 80s era like, that's my, He's my favorite MC yeah. From that era Come he's on from me It's
2: him and Kane are yeah. Like 1A and 1B Yeah but I, Yeah I'm definitely I'm, I'm more like
0: Slick and Rob, but like Slick is my favorite. Yeah. Like you know what I mean,
1: dude. I'm gonna
2: tell you something. Like
1: the fact he be calling people crumbs, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know yo. what I'm saying. And like he had the eye patch, bro. Yeah. Like he just he just did that shit, and the jewels he he just rocked that shit. Cause my, one of my favorite songs. is shouldn't have done it, bro. Yeah. From um. Wow, yeah. Yo. Yeah. It was I was the shit to me, man. And um, you and, know
0: that's Kane's mom's fur. I don't mean to interrupt like that, but it, you know that's Kane's mom's fur in the uh, "Hey Young World" video. Yeah, really? Young yeah, ass fur. that's why. Yeah, not, yeah that's he why, why he's not wearing it. It's just it's just like draped over his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Bull shit! Yeah, it's little. <laughs> it just happened. It just but like he wanted one for the video, and, it and they just got Kane's mom's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy, yo. Yeah, because um, I, I was crazy as hell when I saw Little Kim in the fucking Teenage Love video. Yeah.
2: What? She's in that.
1: Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. It's, wow. This is like pretty little Kim Kim. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is Kim 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 I'm in yeah. this video. Yeah, man. So like, when it comes to the music that you're listening to today, right? Back to the theme, full circle. We're losing recipes. and You guys are premier music heads. Do you have a problem with change? With nah. change in music? Yeah. Cause nah. you know how people be out here like, I was outside Frankie Bradley's one day, and I was talking to him like, <laughs> I had a hat on, it said Child Call Quest, right? I said, so one of them said, yo, one of my favorite groups. I didn't say they were the greatest, I said they were one of my favorites, right? Yeah. People, people get the word confused sometimes. Yeah. And the guy was like, huh, Then had the Child Called Quest, they all right, but the greatest group of all time was Run DMC. I'm like, I didn't- You know- yeah. I just sat there and I listened. I wasn't gonna argue with him. He's like, "Come on, man. Are you serious, man? Run Deep Six the greatest group of all time. My brother." I'm like, "All right, man." Yeah. The, but then I or like then he said the next line that had me floored. He's like, "You know, I'm gonna do in third base, man." I said, "Yeah." They would kill these
2: new
0: cats
1: out
2: here, man. Me third go, base. Shit.
0: Wow. That's John Favorite Group. Third I base. Fuck third base. Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent.
2: Fuck third base. I, Search is favorite rapper all the time. Jesus. Like you know what I mean? Dog. <laughs> I just saw a video I don't even know why I watched this, I subjected myself to this. I just saw a video of Vlad TV the other day where MC Search was talking about how he wrote rhymes for Rakim. What? For real? I swear to God. I
1: remember okay, I remember that. I remember it.
2: It's it's on, it's it's on YouTube. I mean,
1: if I look it up I have to listen to Vlad. That's a no. problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we do <don't> fuck with <laughs> Vlad either. Hashtag Yo, yeah, it
1: is.
2: For real.
0: Um. No. I. Uh. I'm. I'm definitely not one of these. I'm like. I. I was at one point. Like. I mm-hmm. can't lie. Like. You know what I mean.
2: We come from that backpack era. Exactly. Like. Right like, right like a yeah. motherfucker. Also, I
0: remember being like in school and like hating Diddy. Like yeah. hating that wave. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Dude. Um. I liked Big, but I hated Diddy and Mace and all that shit. But Mm -hmm. if you put like, um, bad, 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 bad boy, I'd be like, yo, that's my shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, I I fuck, like, so, like, as I've grown and I've gotten older, like, one thing I can say, like, having kids has helped in that, in that wave, too, where it's like, my kids have been able to keep me open to newer shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that helped me usher into a lot of the newer shit is my kids. And then going out, like, I think a large part of that too Is a lot of older dudes Just don't go out Or Mm -hmm. Or older people Who have that mind state Of like All this new shit is whack It's They don't go out And enjoy shit Like I mean like Yo A lot of the newer shit Is made to be listened to While you're out having fun Yeah But Mm -hmm. the Migos Is not something you listen to When you're like Yo I'm trying to get deep And introspective right here Yeah fight like and listen to fight night
3: like you know what right, I mean? right. like that's not right. what
0: you listening to you you're going in like you know you're not listening to stir fry cuz you're trying to be like damn I'm trying to get my life together Right, yeah. like you know what I mean no I'm trying to turn up and have fun mm. so I'm going to listen to stir fry like yeah. you know what I mean and I think there's a there's a problem because it's like people get really caught in the routines mm. and like I I used to uh be friends with this old head on on uh on Facebook and Instagram shit like that and like every day, he posted the same like Rockin' songs, and I'm like, I love Rockin', like, any, like yeah. you know what I mean. You don't like,
2: know no new music, dog.
0: But dog, like, I can't listen to the same album every day forever. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's way too much good shit that comes out, and and there's way too much good shit in like all different genres of like even hip hop. Right? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs>
2: Have so many thoughts and feelings about about what you just said in particular. I, I think because
0: I think people close themselves off this shit. Like yeah, they're man. just like, well, listen, man, my era was you know ninety two to two thousand, and if it didn't come out in between that time, then I just don't want to listen to it. Yeah, right. And like that's cool, but dog, are you only gonna watch movies that came out from ninety two to two thousand? Are or
2: you only music? It's... Yeah, oh, that's so I, I, it's
0: it's the weirdest thing in the world for me. It's like you will listen to, but I don't think it's just a hip hop thing either. I think hmm. there's a lot of. um People who listen to the rock music who are like, oh, I only listen to 70s rock. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never been good. It hasn't been good since then. For real. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and I think that's a, I think that's a, and you're great. Right. I think it's, a, it's a, a exclusively a music thing for some reason.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It is. It is yeah. And it's wild because I've been around people who would tell me to my face, like, I don't know music. And was, dude, like, yo, man, you ever hear this song over here? I'm like, I heard that song when it fucking came out. Yeah, It was right. dope when it came out, but it's like 2018. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm about to hear that shit
0: right now, yo. Yeah. yeah, I love Illmatic, dog, but I can't listen to Illmatic every day. Yeah. Like, there's too much other good shit that's come out since
2: I before. ran Illmatic so much as a kid. It's it's dope to see, you know, younger people discovering it yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. That shit's fucking beautiful. But, like, like, my partner's 10 years younger than me, and... She's also a journalist. She went to the Black Star Film Festival a couple of years ago when um the hieroglyphics Souls of Mischief movie premiered. Good. And she didn't know too much about them. Mm-hmm. So she was like charged up, like, yeah, yo, yeah. play me all of their shit. Mm-hmm. Which is incredible. I don't sit around playing, you know, Souls of Mischief because I, I I did ten thousand yeah, hours yeah, yeah, yeah. listening to Hyrogate. Yeah,
0: Multiple copies of Illmatic. I don't need to go listen to it like to, to prove yeah. my hip hop worthiness yeah. by still listening to Illmatic every day. Like
2: I, I'm more so like um, personally, I listen to so much old rap. Like I, w- I won't even front, um, especially lately. But um, I'm more so dig into like the crevices of shit that I didn't hear back then or didn't know too much about back then That's how I am, you man. know what I mean I, I find like like anybody who follows me on Facebook will see I post like the most obscure like I lately I've been just into like not just but like really into like demos from back then people never made records never came out but their demo tapes made their way to like a blog or to YouTube or something like that. So like groups like Cipher Complete, who never made a record, Felon, who made like one record. I've been posting shit like that because I'm trying to like uh, dig deeper into you know my era, quote unquote. But I'm not sitting around like like yesterday um, was the anniversary of uh, Thirty Six Chambers and Midnight Marauders. I still kind of listen to Midnight Marauders sometimes. I'm not bumping Midnight Marauders all day. I listen to that shit every day for years. Yeah, exactly. Mm. After it came out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it's you know, it's and and I don't have any kind of um, how do I want to say um, attachment to the music of my youth. I have an emotional attachment to mm. it, but I would not argue that it's better than any other era. The era that we live in now is great and relevant for its own reasons and you judge it in its own context just like the music of the 90s the music of the 80s and the 60s and all of that like i see i see older people who are like man if it ain't if it ain't from the 60s yeah it ain't shit you know what i mean like that that idea to me is is just odd and foreign
0: yeah i i think and what's one of the beautiful things now is like we're we're the like that first generation of like um to to like listen to hip-hop mm-hmm. like essentially grew up completely in the culture yeah like hip-hop was always a thing since we've been babies yeah like it's always been there we're that first generation mm-hmm. and we're also the first generation like you had a little bit of it with the older dudes but like most of them like they go on like the fresh fest tour shit like that yeah like we're the first generation of dudes who like who were legends in our era mm-hmm. still putting out music
3: yeah
2: right
0: and still putting out good music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean?
2: Master Ace. I said it on Facebook yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Master Ace, his catalog, I was sitting and listening to um, the record he put out this year. Uh-huh. Him and then uh, Marco Polo is called A Brooklyn Story. And it's Marco Polo's talking about moving from Canada to Brooklyn to like chase his dream. And Ace, for his part, is talking about growing up in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. So it's like a, a duality that they explore on this record and it's a beautiful fucking record and ace his rhymes are like vivid subtle emotional all this stuff and i'm just sitting in the crib listening to this shit like yo ace has never made a bad record yeah and his catalog from 2000 up to now is impeccable i don't know really any certainly no solo artist whose catalog really matches his yeah you know what i'm saying so it's it's the music is out there, and like, you know, to your point that, um, the cats that we grew up on, I remember Master Ace when I was little, when he had, like, the Biz Markie doll in the exactly. video, you know what I'm saying? For that dude to still be making Good dope, yeah. relevant, like, impactful music, it says something, you know what I mean? It says something about how, how much hip-hop has grown and how, you know, essentially, we can grow with it as yeah. we get older. That's
0: why I hate that argument of being like, like, a lot of
2: white people generally
0: will make the argument that like oh well hip-hop or rap music isn't is impactful because like look at the rolling stones they can still sell out stadiums it's like the stones came out in the 60s like there's no rapper that was out in the 60s that was able to build a fan base for 50 years like you know what i
2: mean or who has a fan base that is built on Middle and upper class white people yeah, yeah, who bro. have that kind of yeah, disposable exactly. income yeah. to support a band for decades. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I get that, um, and they
0: say that, but it's like, yo, let's be honest. They're not playing the music they put out in late '80s, early no. '90s. They're playing the shit they put playing, out from '60 to '70. They're like, right? not playing they're Bridges the Babylon yeah. and that shit they made <laughs> like,
2: in the '80s and '90s. Get out of here.
0: Yeah, they're, I mean, like, it, you have to give it to a dude. Like, you look at like. Jay-Z, I mean, yeah, he's on tour with Beyonce, and Beyonce is like the biggest artist in the world, mm-hmm. right? But they're selling out a stadium. Jay-Z can sell out a stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and this is a dude that's been putting out music. Then you go back to Hawaiian Sophie. Like, you know what I mean? 89. And this dude, yeah. yeah, this dude's been putting out music for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. And over 20 years of just his solo career. Mm-hmm. And, you know... For an artist to be able to maintain that way, Nas is Nas does the same thing. Like there's artists out here that are doing it, and yeah, like like when you make when people make that argument, they're going like, "Well, these dudes can't make music. Like you know, they don't have the the staying power of these rock bands." It's like, yeah, but you got to remember, there was a thousand rock bands out when when the Rolling Stones were. Rolling Stones are the only ones that are still doing it that way, like you know right. what I mean. Like, right. so when you go, well, Jay Z's the only artist. I was like, well, yeah, because like, there's only so many artists. In the, like, there's only so many. Uh, there's only so many uh, places at the top. Like, you know what I mean. And like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Rolling Stones do it, and they're able to do that. But like, so were the fucking. So was Jay Z. And this is twenty years down the line of a music that has always can be, been considered just a youth
1: thing. Yeah. Oh, right. And plus, you have people from the 90s who are still able to tour and put, like, you know, food in their oh, belly. Yeah. It's like Ghostface go and do his thing, Red Man, Method Man, still putting on, like, performing like, they, like yeah, they, they, yeah, they're definitely. young guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They probably got Mad Ice Packs and Ben Gay in the back, but fuck it, they out there doing <laughs> their thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
2: The, I went to um, the Roots picnic years ago. Uh, my man was the plug at uh, Live Nation. So he hit me, I was at work, he hit me, it was like, yo, you trying to go to uh, Roots picnic? Mm. I was like, yeah, you know, he hooked me up with like the backstage, like the VIP shit, mm. you like walking around with motherfuckers, and um, I, I saw Ghostface, I don't even think they had got on stage yet, I think he was just like, I, I, it might have been like right after they got off stage and he looked tired as shit. Like, he looked like... <laughs> I just rolled up on him. I was like, yo, good set, man. Lungs was probably
0: shot, dog. Yeah, Smoking I was, for all those years. Man, on drinking and like, shit, shit, shit like that. Like, to tie a lot of that stuff in, right, about, like, listening to new shit, liking new shit, the Beanie concert I went to last year... Mm-hmm. I was there and like before anybody was performing was there super early and before anybody was performing they, uh just DJ was up there just playing music and the DJ put on Quiet Storm with like, my deep John mm-hmm. and this dude and his lady was slow dancing to Quiet Storm oh shit and I was just <laughs> I, I was just sitting there going like Real. this isn't where I want to be dog like you know what I mean like this isn't my scene like it isn't my vibe no more <sighs> I swear to God and had the God. He had on a giant white T-shirt. Oh, shit. Super baggy jeans. Yo. <laughs> and, his, and he was slow dancing to his... And his girl had, like, a baby fat shirt on. What? And he was slow dancing. It's a quiet storm. I was doing it. Not.
1: Let me find out that that song was like, they're always and forever. Yeah, and I think right. so. Man. Right,
0: I think so. But that's, They you probably know, first got drunk off a of handy together. Jesus. To that song. <laughs> Incredible <laughs> hulks. <laughs> yo. And so that's they that's like, that's like forever jazz. That's
2: what it is, yo. I get so many nostalgic feelings from like rap songs that you know were probably weren't even made you know with that intention in yeah. mind you know what I mean it's just as you grow and you go through life experiences with this music it means something different to you Yeah, you know what I mean as you get older
0: yeah and I think that's part of I think that's part of like just being, like, if you're willing to grow and accept things, like, you'll continue to move on through the culture, mm-hmm. and you don't become stagnant. Like, I yeah. think there's there's a, a a period that, like, if you're not willing to, like, move on and listen to new shit, like, I think I, I think part of, like, it's not, like, a, a, an eternal quest for youth, right? Like, it's yeah. not, like, a fountain of youth thing. Nah. But it's a thing where you're, like, yo, like... I've always felt like being, about like as being part of the culture, like I've always felt like part of the culture, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you allow yourself to stagnate, you then remove, you start to remove yourself from the culture because the culture moves on. Yeah, and alienate
2: you, or you, you alienate yeah. yourself. From and
0: it. like, yeah. I never want to be that old head that just was like, I hate everything new. Everything <laughs> new is whack. It's trash. Right? Yeah, strong. you know what I mean. I, this is this is corny. This is that. Like. I'm personally me. I just don't want to wear jeans that's like five sizes too big for me no more. Like I did that. Like I did that wave. I don't need to do it anymore. Like right. you know what I mean? I've done that already. Right. So I don't need to continue to doing that. Like yo I sold crack. I don't need to continue to sell crack. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like I've done, That know, was a part of boom. my life and I've moved forward from that. Mm-hmm. Just like wearing t-shirts that is size 7X. I did that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't need to do that anymore. I can actually wear a shirt that fits my body properly. Like right. you know what right. I
2: mean? I think a lot of cats too. Um, it's 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 tied into their identity, but it's also some kind of like or they're, they're related. They're, it's tied into their identity, like what they listen to yeah. and what they won't listen to or mm-hmm. what they won't support. But it's also kind of like a a moral purity yeah. that they that they're taking on. You know what I mean? Because I've we we talk about this on the podcast a lot. Um, I have a lot of uh, folks I'm connected with on social media. From all walks of life and whatever, and I've had dudes chastise me because I, you know, I go in with like it's part of my job to have knowledge of hip hop culture and and study this shit and write about it. And you know, on on Tuesday, I'll be posting about something super obscure or underground or super like quote unquote hip hop related. But then on you know Wednesday. I'm posting, like, Migos or some shit. And I've had motherfuckers jump in my inbox to chastise me (laughs) about, you know, I don't understand. This one dude, you know, shout out to him. Uh, (laughs) This one one dude said to me, he was like, I don't understand you sometimes. Like, you seem like you know a whole lot about hip-hop, but then you support this trap nonsense. You know what I mean? I'm like, dog. I'm a grown-ass man. One, I'm a grown-ass man, but also, I live here in America in within black culture mm-hmm. born of black culture so what young black people are doing I'm with it you know what I mean the art that young black people are creating I'm with it you know what I'm saying um I did an interview last year with uh Ish from uh Digable Planets Shabazz Palaces and we were talking about that kind of thing old heads in hip hop culture and he was saying that um it it boggled his mind that people make this assumption that all of these millions of young black kids are wrong or have like the wrong instinct about art and music. And it's what they're into is not valid. Somehow they're not, you know, smart enough to figure out that they all should be listening to Ilmatic. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of, that kind of mindset, I think he was right on point. Like that kind of mindset is poisonous. And I think it, um it shows how little regard we have for young black people who are really, engine of creativity in the western world and think, have been i think really. a lot of it comes i think a lot of people
0: feel like they're guarding like the if you ever seen uh indiana jones and the last crusade yes, and like i think a lot of them think they're that knight guarding the grail right old and, ass knight, yeah, yeah. The old ass knight who's guarding that grail yeah but the thing is like when they come in when they in like indiana jones he don't the dude don't know what they Year, he don't know nothing that's going on, because yeah. he spent so much time locked himself away from the rest of the world and how the world has moved on. Yeah, and like, right. like you said, that young black people are generally the the culture creators, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna lose out on what comes in the culture because you are you know what i mean like it's not about if you're gonna lock yourself away from that you lose that you you lose what's being created by the culture and supporting that yeah you know what i mean and uh you know we've talked about this before a lot of shit that we've listened to growing up is fucking problematic as shit Right. And like your shit you put on now, where like I can't listen to something. Shit like the, the F bombs that get thrown out and not like, fuck. Yeah, and yeah, not fuck. The other F bomb that gets thrown out a lot.
1: Um DMX's early shit. I'm like, Yo,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like you yeah like You listen to shit now and you're like, Wow. Or like or just like the rampant sexualization of women or um dehumanization of women that goes on in music and you're just like, fam, how? like I listen to this and like that is a way you know you grow and think of women and do, like how you think of the world, and you're like I'm glad that the music isn't like this anymore.
1: Dog, I will remember I was in the crib right, and I was putting on listening to the Chronic right, yeah. listen to various like row era recordings right, and you know you know it comes on and you know, ain't no fun to the you know or bitches ain't shit but holes and trigger. I'm like whoa whoa yeah yeah. Like, I can't blast this shit in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. I got a lady downstairs still, like, below me. I ain't with this shit, right? Yeah. But, the, but it's it's interesting now, because the way the game is going now, I think it's beautiful because slowly but surely, like, the avenues are opening up for everybody. Uh-huh. And just in terms of, like, not just in terms of, like, various forms of blackness, but there's various forms of, like, orientations and sexual identities that are, like, having, like, a, a, a space. Yeah. So, like, for example, you were going back to uh, the old hip hop heads who were like guardians. I remember the attack on Young Thug had nothing to do with his music. No. Oh, right. He'd be cooking out here with music side. Right. It was the fact that my man was like, oh, he's uh, you know, people th- calling him like, call him all like derogatory like names we call for like for gay folks, right? Yeah, Ooh.
3: yeah.
1: yeah. F bombs. He's this. He's sweet. This is that. Because, like, and at one time, he decided to wear a dress for the album cover, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and people were like, Louis mind, look at this nigga. Y'all listen to this yeah, dude yeah. he wear a dress, you yada you yada, yada. And I remember um, somebody interviewed T.I. about it. And T.I. was like, but, first of all, Thug is my, is my main man. He said, y'all getting mad at him for the same things that 3000 did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. In
0: ninety eight, like when, yeah. when like three thousand, wasn't on stage with a giant blonde wig, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. and, and a fucking uh, what's the Scottish street? Like you know, should kill, yeah. Like that yeah. it. I think it's a lot of like, like people just don't want to accept that like culture changes yeah. and style changes and, um, like people don't want to accept the fact that like, also like I mean you go back like. Yo, the Ozzy brothers. My man has the, the yeah, yeah, <laughs> like or even you don't even gotta go into like you could go to like fucking uh, Melly curious Mel, and, yeah, Five. Like yo, that yeah. whole way.
1: That photo was fucking hilarious. Yeah, right? a bunch of wrestlers, B. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like I
0: think it's a thing where it's like people just go like I remember showing that to the old head boy that I, said I used to follow mm. and being like, yeah, man, these rappers nowadays. And I posted that photo, <laughs> and the boy was like oh, but that's before dudes had stylists and shit like that. I'm like, no. no. Well, that's even worse because those dudes would specifically pick that shit to wear. What? Not like a stylist who was like, yo, I'm going to pick this stuff out for you to wear so like you'll make a, a statement. No, these motherfuckers was like, yo, I'm wearing this blouse. Yeah. That my, like all this taco beat's gonna be out in because this is what I like to wear. Mm-hmm. Like and
1: the other I, onesie is all me. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's me. I had a cat, I brought up a similar point. I had a cat say to me a while ago, he's like, Oh, they just wore that on stage. It was kind of like uh Parliament Funkadelic. I'm like, You think Young Thug just walks around with that <laughs> yeah. dress and like the Raiden hat? Yeah. The dopest shit out of that whole thing though, um somebody uh interview designer. Yeah. young bull uh on the red carpet or some event or whatever and they were like yeah young thug appeared in a dress on this album cover like what do you think about that and he like looked at it and he you know thought for a while he's like i think it's fly he looked like a beautiful bird you know what i mean i'm like shout out to you young man for um not allowing all of these uh like social pressures to you know because that's that's a lot of what it is a lot of men frankly a lot of men engage in homophobia transphobia and misogyny for fear of other men you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. a lot of us we've all done it been in a barbershop and heard somebody saying something out of pocket a lot of times men don't say it for fear of being lumped in like oh you defending gay people oh you gay too yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like a, a kind of courage That I see younger people displaying that our generation didn't necessarily have. Courage and awareness. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely uh, evolving in that sense. Excuse me. In that sense. And I think that uh, hip-hop will be all the better for it. Oh, definitely. You know? Mm, I agree. Definitely.
0: I mean, like, one of the biggest things when we were kids was, like, who's the gay rapper?
2: The one gay yeah, rapper. the gay rapper. <laughs> Yo, it, it was big, a- Big
1: controversy. It was yeah. a hunt for the Red October, cuz. Yeah. Yes. Then that one guy popped out in 2001, a dude named Caution and shit. We found him. The gay rapper, his name was Caution. He's Carlson.
2: the one. Yeah, come on.
1: And he wasn't even, like, he was gay. He was a hairstylist, but he, he was, like, created.
2: Yeah, yeah. Manufactured yeah. to be, yeah, yeah. like, the gay rapper. I'm right. like- like a marketing thing. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean,
0: look, if you remember when Nicki first came out, like first started to really pop, like one of her big things was like, oh, she's she goes both. She's yeah. bisexual, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. she would talk about like chicks and shit like that. A bad so,
2: bitch that come from Sri Lanka. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that was. It, like <laughs> She likes both. It yeah, was a big know?
0: thing where people were like, and I remember pushback from like, gay folks that I knew that were like, yo, she's using that. And she was. Yeah. To so like as to like build a build an audience where there wasn't one. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that is something where like when that first artist who like really goes who is mm-hmm. who is homosexual, um, it'll be it'll it's one of those things where it's like once it happens, mm-hmm. it's just, it just it happens It's over with. Yeah. Like, you know what I
2: mean? And and I don't mean to cut you off, but I'll say this the foundation for that shit, as far as, like, there being, like, a robust, queer, underground hip-hop movement is there. Yo, yeah, like definitely. A, it's here like a motherfucker. Yeah, do you know Cakes what I'm saying? To,
1: Cakes the Rapper or some shit? Cakes the Killer. Cakes yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. Cakes the Killer, my bad. Yeah, Cakes yeah. the Killer and, like, and they, and that name and is
2: Case hilarious. And Cakes is a beast on, on like, some <laughs> MC shit, 100%. Yeah.
1: But that name cracks me up, bro. Man. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. But, like, you right. They're, they're out there. But you know who was the first who did it and caught backlash on from the... um. On the lady side, who was rapping? Mm. Queen Pen. Ooh, yeah, 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 I remember mm. Queen Pen. She had that song, um, Girlfriend, featuring Michelle and Diglett Oh, mm. shit. And yeah, she was talking about,
2: about that, that wow. shit, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: And she got pushback from like Foxy was dissing her because of that shit Come and all on that. Fox, yeah. Right. But it was like, Queen Pen was like the, was one of the first ones to be we talking about, like, yo, I got different women who like me, yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like, what's up? Yeah. And she was just talking about it. And Michelle was on the hook, singing this shit. It was mm-hmm. vibing. And that was 98. Yeah. So, of course, people were like, fuck is this, blah, 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 blah. Like nowadays, like,
2: Kehlani can announce it. And it's just like,
1: all right, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's bad. You know, when I really noticed that the guard was going to change, and in, in sp- specifically in regards to, like, hip-hop and sexual orientation, when uh, Azalea Banks put out 212, uh, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, Talking about like eating pussy and shit. I remember watching that video, and the song was like so banging. I I knew it was gonna be like dog. I knew that shit. Bro
0: past one of these restaurants down here, and they had it on while I was driving. past shit, like I ain't seen that video forever.
2: I knew that shit was gonna be heavy. And like I'm looking at her, and I'm like, yo, rap is gonna be like real gay in the next, in like all the best ways. I, I mean to say that I was like, rap, this shit is gonna move the needle and, and it's not just know? like
0: and to, and to be honest it's not just like a, a hip-hop thing i mean like was was it judas priest who lead singer came yeah, yeah. like oh, just not shit. too long ago maybe like 10 years ago now but Jesus. like yeah like this dude and you know he and they were like they were like you know these dudes been dressed in like studded leather for like 30 years been right. like, I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. right, right. he's been trying to tell you dog like you know what i mean yeah but like he feared coming out for a very long time because, wow. like, you know, the backlash from that. Like, what was going like, to come from This is a hard rock, I guess heavy metal or whatever they are. Yeah. Like, whatever they're considered. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, folks would be like, yo, I can't, you know, we, we come out as gay. Like, dude, you're going to, you know, you're going to hurt us as a band. Like, yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Because, like, remember, Pet Shop Boys, the day thing, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pet Shop Boys. Because I, I watched his video because, um, you know, music music to me is, is just music, right? Yeah. And, like, you know, whoever sings it is whatever. So... Growing up in the 80s, you know, Freddie Jackson was on the scene, bro. Yeah. So, Freddie Jackson may may not may not be gay, right? Mm-hmm. A website's mister he is, right, but whatever. Anyway, with the, it was a video that he did, he was like kissing on this woman in like his music video, mm-hmm. like tongue her neck down and all that. And I was like, man, I said, fucking industry, bro. Like, forcing this dude to do some shit that he ain't trying to do yeah. just so they can maintain some shit. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, back in the day, like, people know, in the industry, people knew who you were. Oh, yeah. Though, even, even when the public didn't. This is, like, before you had TMZ and shit. So, yeah. motherfuckers knew already. Yeah. Like, same way with, like, Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Like, they had him singing the ladies, this, this, this and all that. But, like, Luther didn't, like, he didn't have the freedom to do that shit because you couldn't risk it. Yeah. Because, um, like, same with Tevin Campbell. When he got when he got fucked up because he was singing doing this thing, but he got caught out there. Mm-hmm. He got arrested, yeah. and they said that moment fucked up his uh, ruined his career. Jesus, yeah. Look at George Michael.
0: Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is, I don't care is to to still It's the shit to this like, day. You know what I mean? To like I don't day. care if the dude sings to a dude or a chick. It don't make a difference to me. Yeah. Right? Freedom is the shit. Like you know what I mean? Like the songs, Like yo, I'm a huge Elton John fan, right? Yep. I don't care. Mm-hmm. If that song's about a dude, I just know
2: I really like the song. It's a lot of motherfuckers though. Not everybody has that opinion. Like it's a yeah. lot of motherfuckers that are like weirdos that are like, man, I can't believe he was like singing that song about a guy.
0: <laughs> like, what does like, that say? Like, Frank, Frank Ocean, like that. You know what I mean? Come on, like, dog. Dude, like yo, well, he, that Forrest he sing, Gump song, cuz yeah, like yo, dog. I don't care. It's a really good song, and I like part of that is like I grew up kind of. I mean, listen, man, we grew up in a wild time and that like that mm. we grew up in a very homophobic time yeah, but really I also had time. gay people around me like family members shit like that so like but even still I had these biases and shit like that but like I did grow up learning like hey listen man if a person is what a person is that's you know whatever you deal with it on that level mm-hmm. um so like I would listen but like now even more it's just like yo I don't care what nobody does in a personal time between mm-hmm. consenting adults like good I morning. don't give a shit
1: like, why is that even
0: a fucking topic yeah, of discussion? Yeah, like, I don't care, man. Like, I I try to take people, like, individually and mm-hmm. go like, yo, listen, I fuck with this person, like, you know what I mean? So, I don't really care what they do um, or what their personal lives are or what they want to be labeled or, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I treat you as who you are. Yeah. You're the person that you are. I don't give a shit about nothing else, man, because I don't want nobody to look at me and judge me any particular type of way or I, – I, and I also look at it like when – when people get upset now with like using different words, I'm like, oh, well, yo, why are people so politically correct now? And, you know, I got to call this person this and they don't like to be called this anymore. Remember, we were correct. I was corrected uh, by your girlfriend or mm-hmm. your partner um, about using uh, the word tranny. Right. did, mm-hmm. you know, she was like, yo, that's not cool to use that. Like, yeah. and I was like, oh, for real. Like, I had no, literally had no idea. Like, I didn't know. You like, grew up saying that shit. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So. And she was like, "No, the, the word is trans. Like that's what you should." And I was like, "All right, cool." And since then, that was like, maybe three years ago, mm-hmm. I stopped saying it. Like it's really not. Like it's like if i if I'm hurting somebody intentionally or not even intentionally, if I'm hurting somebody with something that I'm saying, and you can correct me on that, cool. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's not my intention. I'm never. I'm never. I'm not out here specifically trying to hurt somebody unless you a pig. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> so For like the yeah, police. you know what yeah. I mean. So like that's that I'm intentionally saying shit like that, but like. For something like that it's like yo if I'm saying something wrong and you correct me I'm willing to go along with that. I don't right. understand why anybody else would feel that way because you don't want to individually you don't want to be made to feel lesser or um made not to feel good about yourself. Right. So why would you want to inflict that
2: on in somebody else simply by you by not by going like yo you shouldn't use that word. Right. A lot of motherfuckers want um to have the power to say whatever with yeah. impunity. I'm a big fan of um you know, allowing people the space to say what they think, how to feel, how they feel, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also against oppressive language, oppressive actions. You know what I mean? I want us all to be free. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Well, you, listen, your opinion is fine, and like, you're allowed to have your opinion. As long as your opinion isn't inflicting harm on me yeah. or anybody I love. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like We got opinions else. about your opinion. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that, you know what I'm mean?
1: Because it reminds me, like, there's times when I've like, Witness like conversations happen when someone may say may correct someone to say no, they prefer this terminology or this this pronoun yeah, yeah person like yo but like so but yo if I'm saying it you know what I mean I, I don't mean to invite you know what I mean but I'm, this is this is how I talk it's like but dog if you still continuing the behavior being like yo. yeah yeah exactly yo know, uh, uh, you know a
0: mistake is a mistake a right. mistake is you're not repeated. Like, you know what I mean? When you continuously repeat the mistake, then you're just, yeah, then you don't give a fuck. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. give a fuck. Give a like, a that's fuck, yeah. something completely different. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
1: because I witnessed that. It's like, well, I don't give a fuck. I can say what I want, man. I'm like, all right.
0: And I think, like, when people get upset with shit like that, when they're like, man, I, you know, how was I supposed to know, like, you know, labeling somebody a he or she or whatever, mm. like, and it generally, in inter- personal interactions with people, if you're generally interacting with somebody personally, mm-hmm. if you misidentify them, they generally just correct you and say, "I prefer to be, you know, they, they, yeah, or you know what I mean, or uh, you know, if it's uh, a trans person, you know, whatever, and they, like I prefer to be he. I'm, I'm, a, I prefer to be considered a male. You get, then you treat them and you say you put, you give them a proper. You know what I mean? Proper pronoun. You treat them how they want to be treated. You identify them how they want to be identified.
1: There's never really an issue. Yeah. And, and it's it, a, it's as simple as like somebody saying, Okay, my name is Mike, right? Yeah. Hey, sub John. No, my name is Mike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Call me like, John, my dog. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And people will do that. Like motherfuckers like um will <laughs> it's so crazy to me. Like, uh I see a lot of folks specifically in the black community that are like, um, you know, why well, I ain't calling? This is a bad example because fuck Caitlyn Jenner, but like oh, I ain't, I ain't calling that motherfucker no Caitlyn. Yeah. But your name is Amin Hotep Keperra <laughs> Mohammed. You know what I'm saying? You grew up in motherfucking North Philly, and you got 900 you know Hebrew names and Arabic names and all of this other stuff. You want motherfuckers to respect that shit? Yeah. Respect somebody else shit, and it's fine. Like it don't it don't. I've never in life uh lost from respecting somebody. Respecting somebody's wishes, respecting you know how someone wants to be treated, how they want to be addressed—that's never taken anything away from me. Yeah, you, you know right. what I'm saying. I—it's—it's it's easy, but I think a lot of people, a lot of people are like, "No, nah, fuck it. No, nah, fuck that." You know mm. what I'm saying? I try. I try
0: to like walk. Like I'm not a. I'm not a real religious dude. Like mm. I, I'm not like yo. Know, you know, specific religion. I, I mean, I. I was. You know, I took shahada. I did all that. Like, but I don't. Um, I don't prescribe to a specific religion, right? Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think like God's bigger than anything we can, uh, like. What if there's a God? It's bigger than anything we could ever understand. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't understand the universe, none of it, like you know what I mean? Like a lot of that shit is completely unknown to us, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's too big for us to understand. Um, but I do always I try to walk lightly and to like yo. At the end of the day, I'm trying to put out the best positive energy I can put out mm-hmm. because. It, I want positive shit to come back to me, right? I don't want, you know, like I've lived a fucked up life, dog. I'm trying, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to be a good person. So I try to be the best person I can be and without offending anyone or not intentionally like and not needing to like, cause you don't need to do those type of things or like I get people out of their zone. Like, yo, I love, I want people to be creative. I want people to do shit. I want people to, to be the, have the best opportunities they can have. Mm. I celebrate when I see people not even people that I know personally like you know me and you I didn't know you personally before mm-hmm. this you know this is the first time we ever met right? right but when you were putting out you started your podcast I went you know I specifically you gave you sure it was like yo man I'm proud of you I'm glad you're doing this like mm-hmm. you know what I mean this is inspiring you need to keep working at it just mm-hmm. keep grinding blah 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 because I want to see people do continue to do dope shit mm-hmm. and you only get better by creating like encouraging artists like there's a um Kevin Smith speech that I go to a go back and forth, go to a lot when mm-hmm. I'm like hurting, like, you know what I mean? When I need that inspiration and like the main thing is, he says, you never you never uh, you never lose anything by encouraging an artist. He said because that artist may make, you know, they may make that song that you go to to get through a breakup. Or they may make that podcast that you listen to just to get through your day. Mm-hmm. Or they may make a movie that you, you know, sit down with your dad and watch. Like, there's there's never going to be a bad thing you get from encouraging an artist. Because an artist is always going to continue to make good things for you in your life. And so, like, I try to make that into everything. and Just be like, yo, I encourage people to do shit. And to be creative and be happy. Like, I do that with my kids and tell them, like, yo, find something that you love to do and do that for the rest of your life. Don't become a garbage man because you think you need to make money. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. don't, you know, don't go to college because you think like, yo, college is a specific thing that I need to go do. Mm-hmm. Like, because if that's not what it is and you don't really want to do that. Like, if, you know, if my son wants to just go be a barber. Cool. Go here. Look, let's just get you set up for barber school mm-hmm. and go mm-hmm. be a barber. Because you feel like that's what you're going to do that's going to make you happy. Cool. Do that. Because Like life is super fucking short and we don't do enough things in our lives that make us happy. A lot of us go to jobs that we hate. A lot of us do like, I I, when I leave here. I'm going to a job. I hate for 12 hours. Like, you know what I mean? And then tomorrow I'm going to go work on a project that I really love and I'm not going to sleep, but I'm going to feel energized because I'm working on a project that I really love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That is something I don't think like you can preach enough on the people. and. Like I just think generally goodwill is something you like, yo, you're never gonna lose, like you said. You never lose by putting out
2: goodwill in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've never been played no in that sense. I mean, you, you, listen, know, you, you can't you can't predict what other no, people are gonna listen, do. Somebody's
0: gonna take right. advantage of you. Absolutely. Some people are gonna take Yo, you know, people take advantage of people who do good things. Like that's generally gonna that's gonna happen regardless, but you're gonna take advantage of you a dickhead either. <laughs> so real. like Being a good person ain't never going to hurt it. So maybe that one person that takes advantage of you, fuck it. It is what it is. But you're going to get back that energy tenfold. I know that to be true. Like, I've watched that happen. Where if if you're a good person and you put good energy out in the world, people will look out for you. People will try to help you out in the rest of your life. And you, you know, the same people that like that idea, like the same people you shit on going, going on your rise to the top or the same people you gonna pass coming back down. It's the same thing, though, in a positive way. The same people you pass when you rise to the top that you, you're being a good person, you're looking out for them, you're doing what you can. Those same people are going to be there to help catch you mm-hmm. if you start to fall. Damn. You know what I mean? They'll be there to, to hold you up. Like. And, and I mean, if it's just the simple fact that, like, yo, you reach out to your homie because you see it, like, I, my homie posted something, lyrics to a song, and I didn't know this. Posted yeah. lyrics to a song, but it looked like he was going through a breakup with his girl. So I just inboxed him, like, yo, God, you, you good? You good? Like, yo, you good, Lord? He was like, hit me back a couple days later, yo, my bad, I just saw this. I was like, yeah, he was like, you good? He was like, yeah, everything cool. And I was like, yeah, I seen what you had posted the other day, and I, I was, you know, hoping, you know, making sure, checking on you, make sure, you know, you're not going through a breakup. And he was just like, Oh, no, they was just lyrics to a song. He was like, but I appreciate you even, like, you know what I mean, inboxing mm-hmm. me about that. He was like, we need to do that for each other. We need to check on each other yeah. every once in a while. Because you never know.
1: Yeah. Because that's the thing I kind of got me kind of, like, pissed when it came down to different people who committed suicide, right? It mm-hmm. was always these fucking notes, notes came out afterwards. They were like, he was always so happy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. notice him. He was always cool. i like, did you ever ask the motherfuckers how, how he was? Yeah. You yeah. ask him what, what's going on on his day? Sometimes it's just the smallest thing and you can just check in on. Like all my homies who I know from like, whatever, my like, yo, something's going on, I'm like, you good? Yeah. And I always say, like, yo, if you need me, you can call me. I got you, man. I got you. I'm like, I I know that yeah. you got me, but just know for real, for real, I'm not gonna turn my back when you, you need yeah, my help. Definitely. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I try to be there for everybody, even if if it's like a work night, I need to get some sleep. I'm like, Call me anyway. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because like your life, your well being is more important than me getting breakfast in the morning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. I think it's important for you to to like
0: for you as a human being. I mean, we're social animals. Right. So I think it's important as a human being for you to um to be able to reach out to people. Like I had to happen where a friend of mine reached out and um I just was like, Yo, I'm busy. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yo, I, I'm kind of busy. I, I was like a new father and just drama with my kid's mom and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Just general shit in life. And we were living together, trying to make it right, trying to be a good family and shit. And it just, you know, shit was fucked up. And he reached out to me and I was just like, yo, I'm kind of busy right now. Cause I'll hit you back. And he was like, all right, cool. And got a phone call the next day. Like, yo, a homie tried, a homie committed suicide, uh, tried to commit suicide. He didn't die. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, he tried to commit suicide. And so like we all went to the hospital And like I felt terrible about that shit Because I'm like yo this dude tried to reach out and talk to me And maybe if he would have talked to me Maybe this shit wouldn't have happened Like you know what I mean maybe it would have Like sometimes there's nothing you can do If a person Mm -hmm. is intent on doing something Mm -hmm. They're gonna do it regardless right But knowing that I passed that opportunity by For even to be his ear Really made me refocus, and a lot of shit of me, and like, yo, if someone ever reaches out to you, you kind of, even if it, like you said, man, even if it's like, yo, I really would like to be sleep right now. Mm-hmm. They may need that talk because that talk sometimes, you know, there's a lot of times when someone talks to you about their issues. I've, I've done it, I've done it a million times. Talk to somebody with, about my issues, and I know what the real, I know what the right answer is, and mm-hmm. what the answer should be. But going to that answer is not always easy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you need somebody to be like, yo, dog, I understand what you're saying, man. But, like, you know this is the best path for you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just maintain it. Sometimes like, there's, there's, I struggle with depression. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of times where, like, I left your crib and I called you about it one day. I left his crib after we recorded the podcast, mm-hmm. got in my truck, and I'm getting ready to go to work. Didn't want to go to work. And I look at my phone and this dude posted, uh, 20 years on the job, you know, 20 years on the job today, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no end in sight, like hashtag True. no end in sight. And I legit had a fucking like anxiety attack. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like, yo, if that's me, like, I ah, ah, I can't do it. I, like I legit started having an anxiety attack of being like, yo, I'll kill myself. Like just no way I can do this forever. I can't continue to go to a job I hate every day for the rest of the 20 years and counting and no end in sight. Like I, I legit won't be able to do that. And, like, I I text John, like, as soon as I seen it, I text him, like, yo, dog, I just seen this shit, I'm having, like, an anxiety attack off this shit, you know what I mean? Like, and then talk talk to my other homie and just was like, and it it just takes sometimes somebody reminding you, like, yo, you got good shit going on in your life, you know, you got this going on, you got that going on, or even if you don't have something good going on at the moment, somebody going like, yo, dog, but last year at this time, you didn't have, you had this shit going on. You got it stalled. Maybe you'll get back to it, or whatever. Like you know what I mean. There's always good shit that's coming,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or there's always a possibility that something's coming. You know what I mean. That idea that like, I hate the idea that like yo suicide is selfish and shit like that. Um, people are looking for a way out of pain, and sometimes you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I was close to that this year, like literally this year,
3: mm.
0: back in like March. I had. I legit just couldn't, couldn't get out of bed anymore. Um, like, I would sleep from the minute I got home from work to the minute I had to get up to go back into work. Mm-hmm. And, like, would drag ass to get out of bed to go to work. Um, it had got to the point where I was like, I know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I was sitting down talking to somebody. I was like, I know there's one. I know it's there. I can't get there, though.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
0: can't see it. Mm-hmm. As much as I know, like, this tunnel isn't forever, I can't see it and if it wasn't for like John or the homie Just or my so man just. No like like if it wasn't for me or my man Joey like if it wasn't for me reaching out to these people and talking sometimes dog like i might not i'm i might not be, i might not be here right now doing this podcast mm-hmm. and that's legit and that's from something that like deep down when you feel it like yo just know, times you'll see like your friends will give you signs dog. definitely will mm-hmm. um Hey, man, like reaching out only takes two seconds. And like a lot of times I think people like forget that. And I think in a world that we live in now where it's constant bombardment of like crazy shit like, yo, I don't watch videos no more of like young black folks getting killed by cops or young Spanish, like young brown people of color being killed
1: by cops. I can't
0: do it no more. I've seen Uh -uh. all the other videos. It got to a point where I was like, I can't for my own mental health. Mm -hmm. I can't do this no more. I know it happens. I'm not pretending it doesn't. We seen Rodney King in 92. <laughs> exactly, yep. dog. Like, I grew up on that shit. You know what I mean? I don't I don't need to continue to see it to know it, Know what's going on. I've seen that
1: shit on every fucking channel, bro. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and it's not something I don't think you need to continually, like, indulge in yourself. I'm not saying uh-huh. if people, if they want to, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Because I think, like, I think in the times that we grew up in, in the times we live in now, um, young people of color people of color period um, people of different genders sexual orientation those kind of things mm. um, I think there's a it comes down to a fundamental uh, we live in an oppressive capitalist society mm. that actively tries for us to be uh, push us in a in a bad place And you actively have to be there to support each other, regardless, and regardless of what those endeavors are, as long as they're positive, Mm -hmm. fruitful endeavors, we should all be there to support each other.
1: Let me tell you something. So before we wrap up, right, um, you know, everybody got handled some things, real life things, right, (laughs) jobs and whatnot, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had that moment for me happen in in August, and I had a a moment where I felt like, yo, there was nobody around. Right. I had all my homies, close homies, had lived. Like, elsewhere, we're in, we're in the city. And of course, I got my mom and dad still around, but like, it was just that sometimes you have problems, you don't want to put on their shoulders, right? And I just felt like, so fucked up. And so I took, I took a nap, woke up, and I wanted to like, I was so agitated that I was like, considering like, yo, I want to continue doing this shit anymore, yeah, right? And I was just like, fuck. So a homie of mine had sent me some music, and it was a Q-tip instrumental playlist. Mm. And so i vibed out to that the homie sent it to me and he had just told me like i said dude man i said thanks for i was going through some shit this helped me help, me help me out he said yo i've been going through some shit too and me and him bonded over that shit like yeah. going through some serious shit i'm like dude i had i had no idea he sent me some joints because he figured i liked this shit yeah but when i got him like that shit actually did a lot more than i even expected it to do yeah mm. you know what i mean so it's about me and him this very day, I'm like, if I can make sure I, I check in on him, I do that. Yeah. Because he looked out for me the same way. Yeah. Absolutely. Know? So, yeah, that's that's the beautiful thing. It's like, you got to make sure your people are straight, bro. Yeah.
0: Like, I think I, I think it's funny sometimes when people be like, oh, you're going to share your inspirational quotes today when they, like, joke about how people do that kind of shit. Yeah. But, yo, sometimes people need to read that shit. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? You
2: sit up on the internet and shit, dickhead shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know what I'm you you saying? You're Fight that? videos every day. Come like, on.
0: I mean... Uh, there's a um, there was a video that came out. I think the I think the first time I saw it was the homie Danny King. Mm. Was uh, he posted a video of Anthony Bourdain talking about like yo, I was a 44 year old fry cook. Mm-hmm. I never thought I was gonna be out of debt. I never thought I'd see uh, South Korea, let alone France. Like I never thought I'd see any of this shit. I was, you know, I was a fry cook, literally dipping fries at 44 years old. Mm-hmm. Um. I, you know, I never paid my rent on time All my credit cards just passed due Like, I, I was just fucked up
3: mm-hmm.
0: He was like, and like, I took a chance I sent my, I, I kept getting pushed out Of the free paper in New York, I couldn't get like Placement in the free paper mm-hmm. He was like, and on like a drunk whim And some like, like uh, Push from my mom, I sent my shit to the, uh, I think the New Yorker And um, he was like, that's when I got The first piece published mm-hmm. He was like, and my life turned around Like, from that moment my life turned around. Right. He was like, but I was 44 years old. Like I, I wasn't like, I had never, like I didn't, I had given up in a lot of senses. You know what I mean? Cause I never thought nothing was going to change. I thought this was what my life was. And as a 37 year old, who's trying to change his life around some and do different things and not be the same dude who goes to a job he hates every day. That shit was fucking hardcore inspiration because I think we like, I remember my mom wouldn't have changed what she did. My mom's been, my mom was a nurse. She still does nursing now on and off Like she's suddenly retired, but she, she's been a nurse since before I was born. And I remember her thinking about going to school to become a baker. That's what she was going to go to school to do. But she got scared because she knew if she came out, she wasn't going to make as much money as she made as a nurse. Like you come out making like 20 grand or some shit like that. And she's scared she decided not to do it. Now, I had already moved out and shit like that. Like, I was out of house, so it was really only her. But it was just that fear of being like, yo, my life is going to have to change completely around mm. and not want to do it. And, like, that kind of scared her away. And me, like, I want my kids to be able to look at me and go, he didn't just do this for the rest of his life. Like, he, he, he was not happy at what he did, so he went and changed it.
2: You know and, what I mean? And we working on it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: definitely. You know yeah, what I mean? You know, listen, the way I feel about this, this conversation that we had, and, like, yo, um, I have to ask y'all right now, man, I would love to have you guys back to talk about talk some more shit.
2: Oh, whatever. Oh, man. yeah. Yeah. Once we, I mean, um, we, we kept it under wraps uh, for a while, the film thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, definitely, like, once we, like, uh, start working on, the film or, or rather when we have the film done I would love to come back and just talk about that Yeah, because the whole story around that shit I almost died when uh, Josh was in India filming it mm-hmm. so I couldn't go to India so that that whole story and then him being over there and like meeting people and putting it together is insane in and of itself that's like a whole other hour yeah. I would
1: was, was see the pictures online I'm like such a beautiful place man Yeah, and look on your face when you were over there, I'm like, y'all, said, Josh is we really at peace over there, cause mm-hmm. like he was.
0: It was, I, I'll say this, right? Yeah. There was time, like, crazy work, like mm-hmm. working from like no sleep, like twenty, like twenty four hours a day, every day, just running from place to place to place, Shit. working all the time, right? Anytime I got a little like, damn, this is a you know like a little de-energized, like or like yo, I'm far away from my loved ones, right? I would just think, like, I could be getting ready to go to work right now to a job I hate. Right. Like, I'm doing this shit on the whim, and it's fun. It's exhausting. Like, shooting all fucking day, mm-hmm. and, like, you know what I mean? And, and, and running from place to place, catching plane to plane to plane to plane, and running all over India was exhausting. But, again, I could be getting up and going to my regular-ass job that I fucking hate every day. Right. Mm-hmm. And that automatically was a battery in my back. Straight up You know what I mean And like Knowing also that Like Cause he couldn't go I'm carrying Both our weight On my shoulders Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean And knowing like I gotta hold this down Cause my man can't go Yeah So I can't fail Like you know what I mean I gotta Do what I do mm-hmm. And do the best I can And like That alone Dog Seriously like that When you saw Like genuine Excited and happiness In those pictures mm-hmm. It's because it was Genuine as shit Like this was an opportunity Of a lifetime and I was like, um, I'm going to go hold this down and do it. And like every time like I said, every time I was sitting there going like, every time I was a little tired, and fuck, man, like this is a lot. You know what I mean? We getting ready to sleep for two hours and then get right back up and get on another plane. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. Then I was like, oh, it's like, six o'clock back in philadelphia right now <laughs> i could be getting ready to go to work like you know what i mean yeah yep. and i was like no nah, fuck that like let's go like you know what i mean let's keep yep. pumping motivation
2: yeah, and the shit the footage looks beautiful um we working real hard on it it's gonna be a beautiful fucking film yeah definitely i'm like it's beyond excited
1: i can't wait to have y'all back to talk about it yeah it all goes down i want to say that um you know, again, congratulations for two years for the podcast. Thank you. Um, they dropped the seventy seventh episode. Uh, past this past week, right? Yeah, yeah, Thursday, I think it was mm-hmm. Thursday. Thursday. I think it dropped. You know, his brothers are doing a thing, and they generally are brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I say that from a, an outsider. Um, I appreciate what you all are doing. I appreciate the moves you guys are making, and I mostly appreciate the spirits both of you have.
2: Oh, thank um, you. Um,
1: individually. And I've seen, like, you're posting things that you say. I've seen things that you say, you know, whether it be about music, whether it be about your kids, whether it be about, you know, trips to India. It's like, it's always beautiful to see my people doing what they love and experiencing life the way they want to experience it, Mm -hmm. you know. Because, again, like you said, life is short. You know, I remember there was a story that happened last week. This guy who was, like, he was a, a guy in the streets he tried to turn his life around and be like a, uh, an AAU coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he got, yeah. he got killed in West Philly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was 34 years old. And I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, dog, I got my 34th birthday coming up in a week. I said, I, I I can't, you know what I mean? I couldn't even fathom that shit. Yeah. But like, it's important that we're able to be around not only tell our stories, but to make our stories. yeah. You know what I mean? Put forth our le- our legacies and make something of ourselves that can be some kind of inspiration to somebody comes c- comes behind us. Yeah, you know, and you know it's it's just a beautiful thing, though. And I appreciate you guys immensely. Thank for you on man. the show. Yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So um, before we get out of here and say our sign hours and all that, um, tell the people where they can find you um, collectively
2: and individually. Yeah. Um serious rap shit we're all over if you uh google serious rap shit podcast you'll find us we're on spotify uh apple music yeah. uh or itunes I it's an apple podcast
0: oh, God. apple podcast tune in brooklyn radio uh brooklyn radio. google play soundcloud uh uh, any place you listen to podcasts yeah. they, we're there now Spotify finally got down so
2: <laughs> <laughs> it got down with the movement yeah Stitcher yeah. you know any place you listen to podcasts Serious Rap you Shit Podcast and we're on Twitter we're on Facebook uh, Instagram. Instagram just Serious Rap Shit you'll yeah. find us and and by extension you'll find John and Josh yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that's it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: This has been episode 45 of the Where's New Black Show, a.k.a. episode one of the Seriously Weird Rap Shit Show. (laughs) Oh, I didn't forget it. Thank God. I was nice. (laughs) Yes. Hell yeah. Episode one. um, It is currently coming to a close, but these brothers will be back in the future to discuss some more dope shit. Thank you for listening and peace and love. Peace. Peace.
3: You win!